Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> it's only me. It's only the Kimmer House of going with Pete Davis, sidekick, producer, and sports raconteur extraordinaire. And the mechanical mangler, I'm afraid, is not mechanicaling today. Yes. Is he? The king is dead. Founder oh, no. is no, no. <laughs> but slightly premature, but we'll we'll get we'll get right to it. <laughs> I was going to say the mechanical mangler today is morning Joe. Uh, and by the way, uh, uh, kudos to you for doing another double shift. He did it last week for crying out loud, because Flounder, I think we have to admit now, Flounder does not have food poisoning. No. Flounder has the flu. Yeah. And I assume that uh, sweet Miss Veronica also, therefore, was her problem as well, and probably his dad and everything. And now he wa- also went over to see his dad this weekend. Last time, he's going to spend time with his dad this weekend, who also got what they thought was food poisoning. I wonder mm. if the whole damn uh, whole fam damnly's all underwear. <laughs> anyway, uh, sorry, Flounder. If you, I, I'm sure he's probably sacked out and. You know, uh, taking a nap or whatever, so I hope you're doing better. Yeah, sure he is. He's in <laughs> Six Flags. Yeah, he's over with Veronica. He's like, let me get that for you, baby. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, yeah, it's kind of like you're comfy. Yeah, don't feel far. Uh, and morning, Joe. How you doing, man? What's up? Are you all right over there and there? Are you taking care of and everything or what? I'm good. I'm doing my best. All right. Now we have uh, we have uh, uh, Flounder's Funnies, uh, Joe Style, if you don't mind. Joe's uh, Jokes. That's right. Joe's Jokes. Here we are. Outstanding. See, there you <laughs> 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 Calling an audible. I like it. Uh, and uh, we've got we a lot of newsy stuff. Now, we're playing the sound because uh, the King uh, Charles III, is that who he's going by? Yes. King Charles III? The, the tra- uh, I tra- thought he changed it to... No, he's the third. Yeah, I guess so. I guess first one got his head chopped off. Yeah. And then it's been like several hundred years, I think, before they had one that he liked. Anyway, uh, King Charles III has cancer. He's 75, and it is not prostate cancer. They're saying, remember, he went to the hospital with an enlarged prostate, and they treated it, uh, but now they've said he has cancer, but it is not prostate cancer. Now, um, here's here's my problem. I mean, well, I don't have a problem. I'm sorry, the guy's got cancer. Yeah. I mean, you know, what the hell? He waited his whole life <laughs> yeah, for this gig. King, and now, <laughs> what, eight months? You know, year what, and a half. Yeah, a year and a half is that what it is. Uh, anyway, so, and, and they're saying that they wanted to disclose personally to inform his sons about the condition. Uh, the Duke of Sussex, that's, the, that's Harry, Harry, right? Yeah. Uh, he's going over to England to see him. And they said the king's doing fine, the prostate thing, it's not the prostate cancer. And then they say, his majesty has chosen to share his diagnosis to prevent speculation and in the hope it may assist public understanding for all those around the world who are affected by cancer. No, it doesn't. What'd you have? I know. What is it? That doesn't help at all. What do you mean? All. It doesn't help at all. It makes it worse. They say, well, what has got? It's just, uh, he said he's dead. Oh, my God, if it's brain cancer, he's got like three days. You know, I mean, you know, what's going to happen? Is it liver cancer? Do they find it in his colon? They just named it. What is it named now? The Cam- royal cancer. Camilla. Camilla can- <laughs> Camilla's side piece. What a skank. 
I mean, oh, come on. God. She wasn't so. You need oh, to watch God. The Crown. You'd have a different understanding oh, of what's going on. She was, She ruined that marriage. That the, the, the marriage was ruined before it even started. Well, I know. but So they got what they deserved. I mean, that's the way the royal family does it. They pick a girl for them and make sure she's a virgin. And then and then you get what you get. I mean, so that was stupid. If it's based on that, then they get what they deserve. But still, that doesn't mean you have to go through with it. I mean, I guess they're all willing to do it. She must have known that he's going to cheat on her from the very oh, yeah. first freaking day. She she knew he was in love with her, yeah. God. Oh. Anyway. So I, I think you're doing the wrong thing here, Kingy. Uh, chosen to share his diagnosis? Then share the diagnosis. Tell us what you have. I know. I mean, it's, uh, you're, you're doing exactly the opposite of what you say. Anyway. Could it be because it's an embarrassing cancer? Well, uh, uh, who was the little pinup girl from the 70s? Uh, Farrah Foss had ass cancer. Well, don't call it that. Well, anal cancer. I'd rather say ass cancer. Colorectal? No, it wasn't colorectal. It was the anus. It was not colon cancer. It was anus that. cancer. Okay, no more A words. Well, that's what I'm saying. So maybe that maybe you're right. Maybe that's what it is. But still, you, know, you have to wonder whether it was from a blood test or whether they saw something down there. Because the prostate's between your rectum and your... Well, all right, I thought, never mind. What, I thought it was called the... <laughs> the, twi- the taint. <laughs> taint cancer. <laughs> you know, I had I had cancer. I get to talk about this. I had cancer. Taint I had cancer, cancer and I had a heart attack. So I get to talk about this stuff because, uh, you know, what the hell? In fact, I announced I had cancer on the radio before I told my family, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Oh, in fact, remember I came in. Oh God, we're over at the radio station, and remember, I, uh, Kinky Cutie K was running the board. Yeah. Well, I God, I loved her. She was such a treasure. What a doll! Just kinky and sweet and cute and wonderful. I mean, just uh, just adorable. I lo- everybody loved her. Real real Southern gal. Loved NASCAR. Somebody brought her a freaking tire. I think I brought her a tire. Somebody brought her. A, I, I think I, somebody gave me a tire, and I gave her a NASCAR tire from one of the races at Atlanta. I mean, it was unbelievable. Anyway, we loved her. She's just the sweetest girl. And I walked in one day after I got my diagnosis, uh, and uh, I walked in the studio, in the studio, and I said, I said, by the way, I'll be talking today about something. You're probably going to get a lot of phone calls because uh, I have cancer. All right, have a good one. And I walked off. <laughs> <laughs> Keep moving. <laughs> I just walked into the street and she went, <laughs> I have it on good authority that she took that tire home and buried it halfway in the yard and painted it white. Well, there you are. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> you never driven out in the country and seen a yard the tires, with the yeah. tires? Yeah, but it's a new t- it's a new table. It's, it's very, I saw one in Mississippi <laughs> once where they buried it halfway in and covered it with tin foil. Uh, well, now I don't know what that means. <laughs> don't anyway, uh, 309. Uh, Kim Repeat and Flounder. By the way, here's our phone number, 404-741-12. I, I don't even fly. I mean, I'm Morning Joe. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's habit. Uh, 404, <coughs> excuse me, 741-1230. Uh, Morning Joe filled in for Flounder, who obviously has the flu. We've got a million things to talk about, including King Charles and whether, you know, what it means for anything or whatever. And why they're keeping it secret. If you, you, you know, if you have cancer, then, you, you, you know, it, it's, some, it's going to come out at some point. And I, I, it, must, it must be bad. I mean, it must be bad. It must, it must it, have metastasized. Right. I, I mean, if it's like colon cancer and all of a sudden, boom, what in your lungs and your brain, you know, I mean. That, that's why they afraid. want to say. Yeah. Because it's, yeah. it's in more than one place. Maybe. Well, everybody now is thinking what, I, what we are just talking right. about. So what, what have you accomplished? Anyway. Well, when whatever. he dies, who becomes the king? Uh, his kid. Well, they have to. William. Yeah, uh, the firstborn. Really? Yeah. The, the married to Kate? Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
And it's not the, it's not the Carmela's side piece. No. <laughs> she, and she's the queen concubine. She's yeah. not actually the queen. They call her the queen, but she's the queen concubine. She's going to the tower the next day. Yeah, put her right in the tower. Uh, actually, the queen consort, but the same thing. Anyway, uh, all we got, we'll talk a lot about the Grammys. Now, for the rest, it's 310. Uh, also, a lot about Taylor Swift, a lot about uh, Miley Cyrus, a lot about... Uh, uh, who is that one? I hate that song. Tra- uh, tra- okay. Tracy Chapman. Okay. <clears throat> he comes in today oh. and just goes, oh, oh, I hate that song. That, oh, that, God. That, that old woman song. over and over and over. And, and, if I'm going to finish it, I'm going to finish it. I got a fast car. No, no, that's so, not what time. you said. Yeah, uh, I, I go, Johnny I Mitchell it. and both sides. Oh, down. And you wrong. said, yeah, no, I no. hate that song. I've hated that song since the 60s. I go, no, everybody loves it, that song. Hold it. Hold it. What what I what I got confused was not you didn't say Johnny Mitchell both sides now because I both sides now is one of my favorite songs. In fact, I have on my I neck. did say well. That. I didn't hear. All I heard was Joni Mitchell, and for, in my head, I was thinking of the song. They were talking the, the fat country guy that I can't remember his name. Luke Combs. Luke, Luke Combs. Uh, and they were been doing a whole damn trivia, monster trivia thing to this Tracy woman, uh, Tracy Chapman, and I hated that song. I mean, it was whatever a good was song. On, fast uh, car. Uh, okay, hold on a minute now. Everybody in America, let's let's assume this so you can stop interrupting me. Everybody except me loves that freaking song. I hate that stinking song. And when you're gonna play it. In a minute because we're going to be talking about it and I'm going to freaking cringe because I hate that stupid song. It's like an, it's like it's like B flat. You know, it's, it's a flat. It's not a good sharp, like an A sharp or an F sharp song. It's a B flat kind of song. It's, and it's like, it's just horrible, horrible song. And, and so pieces, we have a whole freaking thing going on here now. And it's a Tracy Chapman song. But, and I mistakenly, when you mentioned Joni Mitchell, I was thinking of Tracy Chapman. Joni Mitchell was 80 years old, a huge thing on the yeah, Christmas last night. you were trashing her. Well, no, I didn't. No, no. I wasn't. I was trying to trash Tracy, Tracy Chapman, and I mistakenly uh, mentioned Joni Mitchell, who I do like. But I mean, I don't really like her that much. But I appreciate her. Well, no, no I mean, she's 80 years old, and she was up there tapping her feet. She's I mean, trying. Was, God bless her. I, I'm, I'm, I'm all. I'm, I'm absolutely, uh, totally happy. Do for we have Joni that? Mitchell. Because we could, we, we well, not not right now, but later on, we want to judge whether she should have done that or not. All right, at eighty years old. Uh, well, there you are. Well, it's like Dolly Parton with a costume kind of deal. Almost kinda weird. I mean, you know, people are uh, talking about it. Well, you know, Phil Collins. <coughs> uh, I don't Excuse think he's me. doing concerts anymore. But for the last year he's, or so, he was sick. sitting there like yeah. she did. Yeah. Now, also, uh, I, could, I didn't. I did not watch much of the Grammys. I tuned in, as it turned out, maybe three or four times for five or six minutes. That was all. But luckily, one of the first ter- times I tuned in was Miley Cyrus with that Don King hairdo. What the hell was that? Oh my. God, and, and no, naked dresses, cheese, oh, cry. And by the way, she doesn't have a very good body. No, she's a she has a flat ass, bad legs, ugly feet, and, and just, she's not attractive. 12-year-old boy's body. Oh, God. Oh, oh, and I can't believe Taylor Swift. I was so, well, I'm flabbergasted about, um, about my reaction to watching Taylor Swift and her speech getting that award. I can't believe it. Uh, 3.30. I mean, we got all that. And by the way, I'd love to hear your phone calls. 404-741-1230. And we'll also, uh, gee, oh, oh, the border bill. Oh, my God. No. And the Chinaman speak, uh, sneaking over thanks to TikTok. We got the whole deal coming up. 3.13. Gimmer Pete and Morning Joe for Flounder on 106.3. <laughs> How's it going? 
It's sold in a camera. Love <laughs> is a burning thing. The Pete Davidson Morning Show sitting in for Flounder. And it makes a fiery ring. Yeah, I got a fiery ring here all right today with Johnny Cash. Bound it was on this day, 2016, there was a new species of black tarantula that lives near Folsom Prison, California, named after Johnny Cash. Afanapelma Johnny Cashi is among 14 new tarantula species from the southern U.S., which were described by biologists in the journal Zoo Keys. 2016, Johnny Cash. <laughs> in fact, Johnny Cash was one of the stars. Every, um, I think it's every day for like noon to one or, or noon to two or three or whatever. Uh, some, I don't know whether it's A&E or uh, Hallmark Channel. Somebody's running uh, Columbo. Uh, shows every for an hour, every two hour, two shows a, a day or something. And I've been taping them, and I've watched a bunch of them over the weekend. Johnny Cash started one of them as a murderer, uh, threw, uh, threw his, uh, jumped out of a plane and pretended it would crash. I have a long story. Anyway, in fact, I'm going to mention some uh, a Columbo thing, too, about the change of the sign of the times, which you might be uh, uh, have some interest in as we talk about show business. Uh, Kara Pete and uh, Morning Joe sitting in for Flounder obviously has the flu because he's been uh, ripping and ropping pretty good. 319, 319. Our birthday list, <clears throat> excuse me, includes Laura Linney, yeah. is 60 years old. Uh, she was uh, starred in Kinsey. That was, that, uh, I think it was a series, uh, uh, like an HBO series on uh, the Kinsey sex people or something. Uh, she was in You Can Count on Me, Mystic River, Love Actually, and Showtime's The Big C. Uh, but they didn't mention here, she, this is this is a Flounder's uh, um, history and, and birthday list guy. They didn't mention the uh, Clint Eastwood and uh, Gene Hackman movie where he played the burglar and uh, she was his daughter. Uh, absolute power. Oh. Uh, and uh, she, you know what's the money? Uh, she's a handsome woman. Mm-hmm. But she has, no, to me, no sex appeal whatsoever. Well, so her big thing recently was Ozark. She was in Ozark. Oh, now, see, I never saw any she of She played a badass in Ozark. Really? But it, it's fine. I mean, she's a handsome woman. She's an attractive woman and a good actress. Um, but, man, she always just, uh, maybe it's just the roles she has are, are not... Sexy or mm. at all? No. Anyway, that's our birthday thing there. And uh, let's see. Oh, on this day in history, uh, 1917, Congress overrode the president's veto in 1917 and passed the Immigration Act of 1917, banning Asians from coming to America <laughs> unless they were from Japan or the Philippines, because they we had treaties with them. Other, other than that, no Asians allowed in America. Chinaman. In 19, that's right. In 1917. And it wasn't amended until the Immigration Act of 1962. So, I mean, uh, and by the way, now, this whole this whole crap business about them, well, we'll talk about it, allowing 5,000 people a day, or, or they start, they'll crack down. If it, if it gets to be 8,500 a day, they'll say, oh, we have to hold it for a second. I mean, it's unbelievable. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it here in a second. Uh, 404-741-1230. We're going to talk about the Grammys first because uh, I guess everybody is. Although, oh, first, can I, I'll make an announcement. Pete, I'm going to do this again today. Ladies and gentlemen, as you know, next week, and I'm I'm kind of your romantic host. Uh, I'm kind of like the love doctor. Next week is Valentine's Day. Begging you. Next week is Valentine's I'm Day. Begging you. So I have an idea. I, I do this every year. Don't do it. God. Yes, I do this every year. I'm uh, I'm offering you the, the Kimmer's time here in the Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder and Morning Joe radio program next for Valentine's Day. If you will... Send us your story of your love. Tell us, uh, uh, if you write a poem to your true Valentine's love, we will judge that. Read those poems on the air. 
judge them and pick a winner and have a Miss Valentine. No, we won't, because no one will do it. No one ever does someone, it. Someone might. This, Never. This year, it's kind of like, you know, uh, holding a football for Charlie Brown. It, it could happen. And what are you, Lucy? It could happen. <laughs> Every year. Uh, so if you, say, if, you, if you write a poem to your special loved one, oh, I will read it on the radio, and we'll pick a, a winner, and we'll give a prize okay. for Valentine's Day next week we, from Wednesday. We've already got a limerick <laughs> contest for March. Well, no one doing a, that either. No, you're doing a roses are red, violets are blue <laughs> for... There was a young prince of Bengal who went to a fancy dress ball. He went dress, he went just for the fun and went dressed as a bun, but a dog ate him up in the hall. So it's kind of a... It was an old miner named Dave. <laughs> you know how many old miner named Dave got limericks, sir? Never heard one. Give me one. <laughs> Three, 326. Uh, anyway, so I'm, I'm serious. Next week is Valentine's Day, and I, being your romantically-based host... Uh, I mean, that's my problem. Is that is that's that's actually that's the that's that's the actual issue to my 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 problems in over the last year and a half are that I've been being trying to be someone I can't be anymore. So. It was a young couple making love on the stair. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't finish that one. Uh. Mary had a little skirt and it was slit right up the side. Uh, yeah, no, never mind. <laughs> Mary had a little. Was it, was it lamb? Sorry. Mary had a little and lamb, she... and it was always grunting. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that one either. Mary had a little lamb. Uh, it, it was its fleece was white and frosty, and then her father killed it and took the lunch. It was all flat. I don't remember what it was. She ate it for lunch at school. Uh, Three twenty-four. All right, hold on. Everybody. <laughs> I swear to God, we'll break this around. <laughs> I'm a little flummoxed. I lost my, my car died. I, I had I spent the whole weekend in the house. I, I went morning Saturday morning. I went to the stable, took a bunch of videos. I, I, I take videos Saturday and Sunday because I can't go during the week, and then I feed one or two a day during the week. Well, I only got to go uh-huh. Saturday because my engine light came on and heard clunk. The last time, and this is not a you know small matter with a kind of an engine. So I I called the guys that uh, you guys are shot and crazy, they're beautiful, and they came to pick it up this morning. But again, I didn't want I didn't want to drive it all weekend long, so I was uh, uh, housebound. Do you want me to stop and say hi to it when I drive home tonight? Oh, gee, that'd be great. I go right by it. A little wave, yeah, a little wave. <laughs> it's the black one over in the back there. <laughs> so they got me in one of these little. Uh, uh, little mini SUV things, and they're kind of, actually they really t- they're jackrabbits off the start. These little teeny cars, they they have them wound up in that first gear, whatever it is. I hate to dr- I hate driving. I think they're all front wheel driver. They're all duck. I just hate the handling and the ex- I mean everything about them. I just I can't drive your regular car anymore for some reason. Anyway, uh, so it's all good. It's all good. Okay, Grammys, Grammys, Grammys. Uh, best and worst moments. Well, first, oh, okay, let's do the. Uh, oh, oh, first of all, Taylor Swift. Holy cow! Social media exploded for the, for kicks. I looked on X or Twitter, uh, and, and everybody was complaining that Taylor Swift was wearing a white dress. I mean, they went nuts. Why? I don't know. What you doing wearing a white dress? I couldn't believe it. With black sleeves and a black choker, and she's wearing that white dress? I, I, I mean, it was like a hundred of them, one after another. Girls, I can't believe she did that. I, 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 why do people pay attention to them? I know. It's if I was Taylor Swift, I wouldn't ever look it's on social media. Uh, and, and by the way, um, I, I'm coming, kind of going out of order here. Let's do this. Uh, do we have, we have Taylor Swift's acceptance speech? And again, she, I mean, God bless her, the girl... Uh, set records. She's now. No, let's see. Where's? Uh, let me get some of the things she's done. 
Well, we'll get to him now. She said like a million freaking records, and she's won four album of the years, and no one else ever has, and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, which shows six, how lame the Grammys six are. Six nominations. Uh, I mean, uh, just the first artist ever to win four album of the year awards. Historic win for Midnight's. Anyway, anyway. The, the, okay, Taylor Swift gets to the podium, and here's uh, Taylor Swift's comments. Okay, this is my 13th Grammy. Which is my lucky number. I don't know if I've ever told you that. Um, I want to say thank you to the members of the Recording Academy for voting this way, um, but I know that the way that the Recording Academy voted is a direct reflection of the passion of the fans. So I want to say thank you to the fans by telling you a secret that I've been keeping from you for the last two years, which is that my brand new album comes out April 19th. It's called, <laughs> it's called the Tortured Poets Department. I'm going to go and post the cover right now backstage. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. Okay. All right. All right. First, well, first of all, April 19th is my daughter Jennifer's birthday, which is fine. But first of all, she looked like a, like a gawky, awkward 15-year-old girl who was ag- suddenly called upon to give an m- impromptu speech at the country club uh, at the cotillion dance or something. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. I mean, she, she no more looked like, a th- like the business empress of the world. I mean, she looked gawky. And, and, I mean, I couldn't believe it. She, she didn't look sexy or, or uh, appeal. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I, I, <laughs> did you, were you watching there, Joe? Did you see any of this? I, I saw it afterwards. I saw it on Twitter and stuff. Did I mean, you, she's maybe she's I, awkward looking. She is awkward she's just looking. An awkward she's person. Gang, gangly, that, long arms. That's kind of part of her charm, though. Oh, believe me, I'm not. I'm not. I don't mean to criticize her. I'm just telling you how I was completely surprised because she oh, looked yeah. totally. I mean, that's not what I expected from Taylor Swift. Although I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever seen her actually give a, an acceptance speech ever. <clears> so because I don't watch that stuff. So what? What, this Mr. Smart Smart? Reminds me of a line from Frazier. Yeah. <laughs> he said, you know, at uh, Rutgers University, they have an electron microscope. They do. That can look so far, <laughs> so far in a small infinitesimal bit of piece of paper of matter. You can see the building blocks of all matter. No, Atoms, molecules, yeah. quarks, Free all molecules. that stuff. Yeah. And if we use that electron microscope right now, you would not be able to find my interest in Taylor Swift's acceptance speech. I mean, I couldn't believe it. It was just so bizarre. Okay, uh, three twenty-eight. All right, now uh, you want to do uh, uh, you want to do Joni Mitchell thing? Yeah, let's play the. Jo- well, we got time here. Well, yeah, we can do whatever we want. Are we doing? We're not doing hard breaks, right? We normally break at three thirty or three. What? What's your normal break? You didn't even put the print twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Well, play he, the song. he doesn't even bother putting the format out anymore. He just you know we do whatever we want. Uh, well, well, we probably should break here. Let's let's do this. Well, I mean, uh, do we have a problem, Joe? Can no, we do go a ahead. Couple minutes here? We'll break. We'll break. All right, let's do that. Let's do the thing. Coming back, you're going to hear the Joni Mitchell thing and the Tracy Chapman thing with the worst song ever recorded by American or anybody else, uh, and all that other stuff. And more on Taylor. Oh, oh, oh. So I said Judy Collins does both sides now better. Oh, I love that song. Yeah. And, and he looked at I me do. and he goes, "Who's Judy Collins?" Oh. N- Joe said that? Yeah. Oh, my God. I've never heard Who's of her. Judy? Oh you my. heard of Joni Mitchell? Yeah. Oh, my God. You've never heard of Judy? Send in the clowns? Oh. Built up a parking Someday lot. Someday soon. Someday soon. 
What a lovely little ballad that is about telling her daddy or her cowboy boyfriends coming, the rodeo boys coming Sweet together. Sweet Blue Jew. Oh Judy my God, Judy, that was written Sweet for her. Blue Jew. Oh my, the Steve, uh, Crosby Silva was a uh, sweet Judy Blue. I written for her. I just got a sweet Blue Jew. I'll be damned. And the border bill and, and the Chinese immigrants and the migrants and wait to hear how they're getting in here. All that stuff. Come at three thirty. Give repeat and uh, morning drove the flounder here. Look out! <laughs> Look out! Afterwards, the Stones expressed their displeasure over having Mick Jagger's microphone turned down during the song Start Me Up. The line, you make a dead man arrive, <clears throat> was cut short at a barnyard reference to uh, Cock-a-Doodle-Doos and the new song Rough Justice also disappeared. They edited our Stones at the half. Well, then they shouldn't have had them sing this. Anyway, what is- if you're going to edit it, don't do it. You know, it's like those channels that play, uh, oh, oh, it's like BET. When they play uh, uh, Django Unchained, they edit the N-word. How, how the hell could BET edit the N-word and Django? <laughs> I mean, my God. I mean, just freaking, you know, stupid cowards, hypocrites. 335, Kimmer Pete and uh, Joe's in for Flounder. Flounder's got the flu. A uh, quick birthday of note here. Let me find what, oh, oh. Oh, I mentioned uh, the Doctor of Love, the ladies' man, Tim Meadows. 63 today, Principal Duval in Mean Girls, and uh, was at Venus uh, Flytrap in WKRP? Cincinnati, the famous TV show. Jim Meadows, 63 today. And on this day in history, I can't believe the year. When would you think they would have uh, that America, a, a city in America, would have the first don't walk sign? To help pedestrians get across uh, newfangled automobiles in, in America, the first the first don't walk sign in America. Uh, Just New York. Get, what, what year would you expect it? Automobiles came out about nineteen nineteen oh fifteen. Yeah, but they they started flowing to the cities in nineteen twelve, fifteen, eighteen. There were a lot of them on the road in the early nineteen hundreds. Yeah. When would you expect the first don't walk sign would show up at intersections? Nineteen sixteen. 1952. <laughs> My God, you tell me that. I, I mean, I can't believe it. I, it's not, it, it just astounds me. Four clo- uh, crosswalk signs at 44th and Broadway in Times Square in New York City. Pedestrians were getting killed all over the place. Again, you know, they, who knew? They were just doing whatever. But 1952? I can't believe they didn't have them before that. That was astounding. Okay, uh, 3.37. By the way, the 3 o'clock hour. Is brought to you by our good friends at First Liberty Building and Loan. If you need financing to grow your business, then visit FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. 
Oh, oh, a quick thing. We'll, we'll do uh, topics and stories and all that stuff. We're going to talk about a lot on the Grammys. You're going to hear Joni Mitchell. You're going to hear that that horrible Tracy song. She's a wonderful gal, wonderful gal, a terrible song. Uh, and also uh, a Travis Kelsey reference. We'll do the border bill. we got all kinds of stuff uh, about how they're getting in here, how much you're paying. Uh, the, uh, we got all that kind of stuff, all kind of newsy stuff. First of all, remember Pete Davis. <clears throat> this may have been back when we were doing our podcast. I had mentioned to you that I had no idea. There was a movie called Knives Out. I think you had mentioned it some time ago. Mm-hmm. I had never heard of it until it was on, and I, I and I watched it with Daniel Craig. And Daniel Craig, James Bond, played a, uh, a, a semi-strange, gay, weird character that was way out of it, of his normal acting character zone, I thought, and, and was a really interesting movie. And I, if you remember the point I made at the end of it, I was really enjoying the heck out of it. And then at the end of the, it, was, I recorded it on A&E, let's say. I, I don't know if it was on, what it was. Let's say it was on a, AMC. Let's say it was on AMC. It's on AMC. Okay. <laughs> I didn't mean to let's all say it. Joe, you didn't say it's on AMC. Ready? One, two, three. It's, it's on, on AMC. AMC. Thank you so much. Uh, anyway, so uh, so remember when I watched it, and I said to you, I said, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I recorded it, and it was like from like like from nine to eleven. Okay, mm-hmm. nine to two hour thing. I recorded it. The very last scene when they have solved the mystery and the family's coming out of the house, and then they turn and it cut because my videotape ended, my DVR ended on the on the cable. <laughs> And I thought, oh, my God. And it was like, you know, 40 seconds left in the movie. Who's the murderer? And I said, you know, what was the final thing? And nobody knew because nobody, I I mean, okay, well, the the same show I wrote, I swear to God, was on again this weekend, and I DVR'd it. Mm -hmm. I recorded it, but I also recorded the show after it this time. (laughs) And sure as shooting, I I looked at the very end of the movie that I recorded, and it cut it off again. So thank God I recorded the movie after it because of that 40 seconds. That di- now, why would they do that? I don't know. Why would you possibly schedule a two-hour movie that goes one hour and 59 seconds and 59 minutes and 41 seconds? I, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's meant the you. end means something. I mean, my, I couldn't believe it. Anyway, so now I'm going to go watch it. I'm going to watch the whole movie, and I'm going to mm. enjoy knowing exactly what happened this time. Anna de Armas is in that movie. <laughs> oh, there, it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. It's called Knives Out, and it's weird and strange and and and, and uh, kinky and... Um, surprising. It was a surprising movie. It's it, it really a very, uh, quite entertaining. Knives Out. Have you seen the sequel? Uh, it's not n- as good. No, what's the sequel? It's not as good. It's called Glass Onion. Oh, I've heard of it. I, I've not seen it. Is that a, I think it's probably a Netflix thing. Yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah. No. It's good. It's it, not as good as Knives Out, though. Same cast? No. no, completely different cast except for Daniel Craig's character. Oh, he is? Oh, he is. Hmm. I, I, was he a, an art? I forgot what, he, what, what the character was. Private detective. A, yeah. Oh, it's a, that's right. Okay. Like a Cajun. Well, yeah. He's an insurance AI. investigator. Yeah, that's I what I, I was trying to remember. Insurance when, uh, investigator. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of weird. Anyway, all right. Uh, 340. Sorry, Kim or Pete and uh, uh, Joe for Flounder. Now, the Grammys, our best moments, worst moments. Uh, do you have any? By the way, again, we love your phone calls. If you watch it, if you uh, care about the Grammys, 404 741. We're going to play the Joni Mitchell thing. Joni Mitchell we right to. now. Here we go. Uh, here's what it says here on this particular piece of writing that I have. It took only 56 years after her debut album, Song to a Seagull, but folk goddess Joni Mitchell finally made her long-overdue Grammys debut playing at the award ceremony Sunday night. And if you're scratching your head about how it's even possible that Joni freaking Mitchell, I'm writing as I wrote, uh, who represents all that is musical excellence, had never performed on music's biggest night, you certainly wouldn't be the only one. 
after the 80-year-old icon had won her 10th gramophone best folk album for her 2023 LP Joni Mitchell at Newport Live earlier in the night. She took the stage at the Crypto.com Arena, Crypto.com Arena, that's what it is now, in uh, Los Angeles, to bless us with a chilling, crushing version of her 1969 classic, Both Sides Now, and no one who witnessed it will soon forget Joni Mitchell tapping her cane from her throne of a chair as if to keep time with a ribbon, a rhythm of her soul. Joni Mitchell. Angel hair and ice cream castles in the air and feather canyons everywhere. I've looked at clouds that way. Tune the piano at all. Okay, that's I forgot to tune the piano. She's eighty. Isn't she wonderful, ladies and gentlemen? There she is, Joey. Let's She's give her 80. a nice walk off of there. <laughs> that's pretty strong voice for eighty, but still. Well, I'm almost eighty, and you know, I mean, I'm not a singer. It, it proves my point of how lame the Grammys always been to wait till now to put yeah. her on there. Right? Why would you do that to the girl? Because they always gave awards to Edie Gourmet and, yeah. and Robert Goulet and yeah. crap like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and this guy writes it. He said it was. <laughs> Sorry, I may have to disagree with this one. <laughs> he says <clears throat> it was a performance, a moment that will go down in Grammy history. <laughs> yeah, so much so that it that it overshadowed every other moment on what was easily one of the best Grammys in recent memory, including when Taylor Swift, one of Mitchell's modern day descendants, made history as the first artist. Da, 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 da. Uh, the whole night was ruled by generations of women whose minds and musical visions were set free by godmother Joni. And he mentioned a bunch of others. Uh, when Jay-Z accepted the Dr. Dre Global Impact Award with daughter Blue Ivy, he took the opportunity to call out the recording industry for never giving Beyonce Album of the Year. Yeah. He said, think about that. The most Grammys never won Album of the Year. That doesn't work. I'm going to show wow. you an image. This right. is the cover of Joni Mitchell's second album, the one that made her, called Clouds. Okay? Yeah, Clouds. I, I, I Who both does sides this now. look like? Oh, Taylor Swift. Yeah, looks just like Taylor Swift. About the same age. High cheekbones, uh, blue eyes, that kind of hair. The bangs, the bangs haircut, and the long uh, blonde locks. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah it is. It's, it's a cover for uh, album Clouds. Who, by the way, Jody Collins does a better version of both sides now, in my opinion. Oh, Judy Collins, way better version. And, and, and uh, I have on my magic stick, uh, the flounder uh, put on there. Uh, I have that song, some, too. Some, someday soon. And I love that song. And her song, A Free Man in Paris, Joni Mitchell, is almost a perfect pop song. Really? I don't know that. Lyrics and everything. Uh, 344. Um, uh, coming up, let's see. We're going to play, we're going to hear Tracy Chapman and Luke Combs. Do we have Luke Combs? Do they, were they, were they to, I forgot what the way I put together. Do it. Okay, we got that coming up. Uh, and, jeez, uh, we're going to also oh, talk about Miley Cyrus. Um, oh, just, by, the, by the way, yeah. before Obama... That was something you saw all the time, where you had people of different races getting together and singing and doing things yeah. together to bring us together. Yeah. When was the last time you saw something like that Be since Obama was before president? Before Puttycat divided the country with right. the, the, now uh, it's the all Ferguson, division. Missouri, and from the, and the Harvard professor and the whole deal. Yeah. I guarantee you Tracy Chapman's going to catch crap because she stood up on stage with a, with a white with a, man. Yeah, a white country man. White, gold country boy, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, we've got so much more to Grammys. Also, the uh, we haven't talked about the border yet. Uh, and we're goofing around. We got oh, we got we got uh, Joe's jokes. Let's do. Uh, we're gonna we're definitely doing a Joe's jokes coming back here very. See what soon. he thinks Woo! is funny. <laughs> yeah, you're on trial now, <laughs> Mister. Uh, quarter of four with the Kimber Pete and uh, Joe for Flounder here at one hundred six three. Look out. How you doing? Kim or Pete and Joe sitting in for Flounder's Got the Flu. Hello, Janet Jackson here for you. You recall 2004, Janet Jackson's right uh, Marzula Galagawanga became the most searched for image in net history. On this day in 2004, after the Super Bowl, her right boob was the most researched image in net history. Her breast was seen by millions on TV after Justin Timberlake pulled at her thing during a duet. What? What's the matter? I can't. Oh, that's it. Oh, he's showing it? Oh, God, don't show it. Oh, no. Uh, somebody drop a leather pouch or... Oh, God. Uh, I'm sorry. It's, uh, you can turn the music a little bit there. Tell you what. I, I it was not a try. I was not. She was good looking then. Though. Well, uh, she was sexy. She, you know, uh, she was a sexy. That's a lot of women. She's more woman than more than I can handle. I guess she's a lot of woman. Too, too much woman for me. I guarantee it. <laughs> so I'm not. I'm not. You know, <laughs> belittling that fact. That's one hot babe. That's a lot of woman right there. Anyway, uh, just record a gig. Jumping to Bob Apple. <laughs> Janet Jackson. All right. You want to play? We'll play. Oh, he's he's big. He uh, Ten seconds of Janet right here. Quick. Well, she's not really singing very well. By the way, yeah. the, uh, that's all right. Fine. Thank you. Yeah. This new bill that they're trying to push through. Oh, the immigration bill? What a crock. It's yeah. giving more money to Ukraine than the Marine Corps budget. I heard him say that. Okay, the Marine Corps budget, I think, is something like $50 uh, billion a year. Okay, for the entire Marine Corps uh, for one year is $50 billion. The budget, they've, the budget bill they're doing now for Ukraine for one year is $60 billion. Yeah. Yeah. More than the entire Marine Corps. That's our money. They're wasting over there. And by the way, there's also billions going to what they call the uh, Hamas Palestinian Refugee Safety Program. They're going to yeah. be sponsoring the terrorists. Well, we already are. <laughs> we're we're, we're yeah. sponsoring both sides right. of the war. Exactly. Exactly. And of course, then we got well. Then we got you know you got Ukraine and Israel and Hamas. Those are three. And then the border. And again, the, 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 this bill. Well, we'll get to it, but it allows. Thousands of illegals to come in every day, every day, and if it gets over eighty five hundred in one day, they can uh, they can cut it back. And forces Ray, uh, Ray uh, if Trump wins, he's going to have to let them in too. Yeah. He can't build the wall and all that stuff. Unbelievable. Oh, by the way, how uh, could any Republican vote for this? Oh my gosh, Flounder just sent uh, a picture of him getting an IV. They had a nurse come by the house. And his arm is really swollen. You might want to check that. Uh, and he says that it's a stomach bug that's causing them. Oh, you know what? His arm, that's what that's fluid buildup. I had yeah. that happen to me when I got. Uh, oh, that's bad. Oh, so he had a nurse come to the, oh, my God, flounder. He must uh, He got dehydrated. Yeah. Uh, and that's, I ha- have you ever had that happen? Oh, I, I have. I, I always keep a bottle of Pedialyte and a yeah. Gatorade bottle stashed away in case I get sick overnight. Right. And I'm stuck that's there. That's quick, quick acting stuff. Hey, have you seen the commercial with a little girl? Uh, her, her, her daddy has been working out, and he's exhausted. He's on the floor sweating. He's drinking her bottle of Pedialyte. She says, hey, that's mine. He says, hey, I'll buy you a pony. <laughs> well, I tell you what, if you have that, if, that'll get you to a hospital, yeah. it, that, that little bit of energy, if you keep that bottle of Pedialyte around. One more, when I was retired down in Florida, and I was doing a lot of stuff outside, riding my horse, I had two horses, 
riding horses and playing golf every day. And all of a sudden, one night, about 9 o'clock at night, I woke up shaking. So my, my body was uncontrollable. And I somehow made it to the car. It was, and it got to be, it was like midnight or 1 o'clock in the morning. I got to the car and somehow made it to the VA hospital in West Palm Beach, uh, Florida, where I was. Um, and she said, oh, my God, and pu- stuck a needle in me with a bag of fluid. I, I was, uh, uh, what did I just say? Dehydrated. Dehydrated. Uh, and the same thing happened to my arm. It ballooned up. <laughs> it, it, oh. I did because, they, well, they put it in, then they I take off, they go do their thing. And so finally I said, uh, man, I took pictures ah. of it, too. I took, like, founder. Mine was, it, it was like, I'm honestly going to look like a leg. I mean, it was huge. <laughs> and it was all the fluid. And I took it. I took the, the IV out. Oh, okay, enough of And that. I said, I said, ma'am. <laughs> finally somebody came in. So well, put that on Facebook. You got to put that on Facebook. I'm not oh. Well, send it, it to ma- me, it and makes, I'll put it, it on legs, Facebook. It makes the strain that controls my legs go all wobbly. Well, stuff all right. Like well, that. send it to me, and I'll put it on Facebook. I think you, he sent I, it to you. I think oh, he, he sent it to All right. Me. Well, then yeah. I'll put it on Facebook soon. Yeah, there it is. And as soon as we get the next break, I'll put it on Facebook. I wish I could put it on YouTube, but they don't take pictures. It's got to be video only. That's right, Kevin. It's a, it's a video. I know, but still, you place. think. Well, it's a tube, therefore, it's a video, a visual the TV tube. TV doesn't for video go on thing. your radio well, either. Thank you. I never did our birthday <laughs> list. We got interrupted oh, here by no. you guys. You know, trying to run a radio program here. Yeah, that'll <laughs> do, be the do day. Your birthday <laughs> list. Well, now I have to do my birthday in history. I have a pout. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Shut do, up. Do it. Um, Say it. All right, then. Our birthday list includes Christopher Guest. Oh, oh, and I got to start to go with this. Christopher Guest is 76 years old today. Wow. He was, yeah, 76. Christopher Guest. Uh, Count Rogan, the six fingered man in The Princess Bride. Harlan Pepper. Invested. That was such a great role. Harlan Pepper. Uh, I, I can name every nut. Peanut, pecan nut. Peanut, <laughs> my, mother, nut. my mother used to call me a nut because I could name every nut. And <laughs> he'd sing to his dog, his bloodhound. Anyway, uh, Christopher Guest, uh, uh, Harlan Pepper in Best of Show, and Nigel uh, uh, Tufnell in Spinal Tap. It goes to 11. And by the way, he's married to Jamie Lee Curtis. Yep. Now I will say this because over the weekend I mentioned to you that I, uh, I, I was I was homebound because my car was busted and it's now in the shop, so I didn't go anywhere this weekend. So I was doing a lot of stuff and I was watching marathons of uh, Cheaters and and uh, Columbo. Cheaters. <laughs> Cheaters and Columbo. Wow. Wow. Not exactly PBS masterpiece theater. <laughs> Damn. Cheaters. I have my, do you just rotate between the two? I have my taste, TV taste, and you have yours. <laughs> I, seriously, I watched a documentary on Alexander the Great, the Roman Empire. I watched The Blacklist. Hey, shut up. Go to hell. <laughs> kiss my ass. You're watching Cheaters. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, as it turns out, on one of the Columbo shows from 1977, he's with somebody at a restaurant. He walk, Columbo walks in, sits down. Oh, no, a guy's at the restaurant. He's meeting a guy at the restaurant. Okay, so the guy's already eating. Columbo walks in the restaurant, sits down at the table, and pulls out a donut that he was eating out with, that he came in with. The waitress comes over and says, you get that here? He says, I, I know, ma'am. I had it. She says, she, she looks at him, stares at him, his ice cold, horrible mind. And he says, uh, sorry, ma'am. Uh, and, and then she looks at him and says, what are you going to have? And he says, uh, I'll, I'll have a donut. And she sneers at him and turns around. It was Jamie Lee Curtis as the waitress. Huh. 
obviously one of her first role. I mean, it was it was like a quick, but she played a nasty, rotten, snotty little thing. I couldn't believe it. It was her, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, 1977. And I could have Googled her age now to find out how old she was, but she looked about 18 or 20 years old, mm. a thin... Uh, uh, anyway, he, uh, she's married to uh, the guy just uh, Harlan Pepper. Um, and oh, by the way, one more thing. Speaking of uh, of Columbo, on an episode, it was about a genius trying to get away with murder because he's a genius. And among they, it was a meeting of geniuses. Have a little society of geniuses. Among the geniuses is a fourteen year old girl with glasses. Okay, and I, I, met, I remember I saw this years ago and I mentioned it on the radio many many years ago. And it happened again. Tell me what you think about this. Nineteen seventy seven. How how times have changed. Okay. Columbo, after this little girl is trying to help him solve a murder case, Columbo says to her, quote, you not only have a terrific mind, but you're also a remarkably pretty girl. She says, that's the very first time anybody's ever told me that they like me for my body instead of my mind. She was 14. And it's just, I mean... I, I mean, talk, talk about changing times. And again, here's the, here's, here's the problem. He was trying to show her that, you know, this was women's lib stuff going on then. Freedom of the, the 70s and, you know, free love and all that kind of hate Ashbury and all that kind of stuff. And I think he was trying to uh, convince her that she didn't have to be locked into I mean, I think it was like a women's thing. I, I don't know. I got the biggest kick out of it. But I can't imagine somebody saying that to a 14-year-old girl today. Mm-mm. He says, oh, and she, what she said, that's the first time anybody, and she was thrilled. Anybody's like me for my body instead of my mind, and she was, oh, boy, is this great. <laughs> Holy smokes. Anyway, all right, 358. Oh, my God, I'm blowing everything. Do we have time? We, uh, yes, we do. We have time for Joe's jokes. <laughs> here we go. Joe's jokes, ladies and gentlemen. We've been waiting so long. Oh, man. He's got it right here. He could only I've, find it. I've got a bunch. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We've got plenty of time. Plenty of time. Peanut butter and jelly in the same jar stuff. What in the hell is that? <laughs> is there a point to that? I mean, I'm lazy, but, uh, you know. I want to meet the guy that needs that, you know. Some guy going, you know, I could go for a sandwich, but uh, I'm not going to open two jars. I can't be opening and closing all kinds of jars. Cleaning. Who knows how many knives? <laughs> if you're that lazy, why not put croutons in there? Get the whole sandwich on one spoon. Scrumptious. <laughs> I will have a second. Delectable, as was the first. If you don't want to clean a spoon, you put it on a squeeze bottle. Mm. <laughs> and who's that there, uh, Joe Morning Joe? That's Brian Reagan. Oh, it is Brian. I didn't recognize the voice. Yeah. I should have now that I now that you say. Of course, that's Brian Reagan. He sounded a little more trouble than normally. I don't know why I thought that. Anyway, thank you, sir. Again, we'll have uh, Flounder's funny as you go through. Also, uh, Taylor Swift got blasted for supposedly blanking Celine Dion on stage at the Grammys okay. last night. I learned a new word that blank. It was in the headline. Blanking, blanking means ignoring somebody. Yep. I did not them. know that. Yep. If you blank, uh, she it's going viral for blanking. Celine Dion on stage. Because I just found out a month ago what drip means. Drip <laughs> is your outfit that you're wearing. If you're really, it's, that's really it's drip. drip. Yeah, it's your drip. Good. That's good. A drip is good or bad. Yeah. Good. 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 <laughs> oh, I know all the lingo. If you have any questions, <laughs> well, we have a lot of questions, and they're all coming up at four o'clock. <laughs> Look out! <laughs> Mercy. <laughs> I got a lot of questions.
spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Look out. 403, Kimmer Pete and Joe sitting in for Flounder with a Flu. Rock. It's Def Leppard on this day, 1983. Def Leppard's album Pyromania started a 92-week run on the U.S. charts. Man, that's almost two years. Never reached number one, but sold six million copies in the U.S. alone. Def Leppard. I think they just. I think in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I never thought much of. I guess I've kind of missed Def Leppard. Yeah, they're probably in there, don't you think? Yeah, they're bad. I I I had a couple songs. Yeah, they're German. They can't help it. They're German. Yeah, Def Leppard's German. Old German. (laughs) I think. No wonder they're bad guys. And uh, let's see. A birthday list today includes uh, Barbara Hershey. Does she so? Didn't she? Did she? Oh, she was in the stunt man. She's been Barbara Hershey, seventy-seven. Oh man, she's been in a lot of stuff. She was in a lot of a lot. She was married to Kung Fu David Carradine for a while. Very attractive woman. Her name. She changed her name to Barbara Seagull, and then she changed it back to Barbara Hershey. Are you serious? Yeah, she was a hippie chick. Yeah. Oh my God, I had no idea. (laughs) And on this day in history, let's uh, say on this day in nineteen. I don't know. I can't. Why can't I see them? I got to get my eyes. She was in that movie with Bette Midler. Sorry. Called bitches. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, I, uh, oh, she's been a lot. Of, I, I'm trying. I remember a lot of her. I'm roles. sorry, beaches. Oh, the, well, yeah, we're right the first time. Uh, on this day in 1983, Klaus Barbie got a one-way ticket to France, much to his dismay. The butcher of Lyon was chief of the Gestapo in France during the Nazi occupation, crimes against humanity, and Klaus did not have a good ending. Hey, just found out there's a town in New Hampshire that has opened a diaper spa. I don't know what that means. Adults can go there and oh, wear I've diapers and pretend to be babies. Oh, and they get babied and they wear actually wear di. Oh God, going. Oh jeez, who feeds them? Come on, who cleans? You know, them? I mean, I mean, this is a, now. This is a. I bet this is going to be a thing now. Oh dear God, <laughs> that's a grown they have, man. They have, they have, uh, pacifiers. Yeah. Oh jeez. <laughs> Remember when girls in high school would wear pacifiers around their neck on a, as no. a necklace? No. What? You don't remember that? No. 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 Was that when you were in high school? You preppies were just bizarre. I can't. Oh, no, 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 no. I was way after me. But there was a th- I can't believe you no. didn't know that. And it meant something? Uh, no. That's <laughs> Okay. Uh, would you please Google, uh, Joe, while we're, we're going to be talking here, you'll have about two and a half minutes to Google girls wearing. Oh, he's got, now he's on the phone. Somebody's going to tell, tell you exactly what I'm saying right now. They're going to say, Kimmer's right. 404-741-1230. 404-741-1230. 
And I guarantee you, if, you, you can, if you're not familiar with it of a certain age, it was a whole thing for a, quite a while that girls would wear pacifiers around their neck like a necklace. And what? Was that a thing there, Joe? Yeah, we got Roberto on the phone. He wants to talk about Def Leppard. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Well, I thought he was going to. Well, I thought, well, let's, talk, well, let's talk about Def Leppard. I mean, it's an every, Letter Rip Monday. Hey, not German. That's a thing. No, no. It may, it may no. be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Roberto, you're on the radio, man. What are they from they freaking Argentina, hey. right? I'm guessing. Anyway, hey, how Roberto, you're on the radio. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, how are y'all doing? Just a quick correction. Yeah. Uh, they're from England, not Germany. <laughs> Same the German thing. band I think you were thinking of is the Scorpions. Yes, uh, you're right. Scorpions. You you're right. You're right. He's right. And also, just as another note, Def Leppard will be here this year in Atlanta. Oh, really? Oh, I'll be sorry. Oh, uh, cool. Well, I know they're very popular. I mean, they'll, they'll show out. I'll bet you. One arm drummer, crowd. right? Uh, oh, we lost. Yes. 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 One arm drummer. Yeah. He is. He um, because they had the plane crash. I right. thought it was and a car he, crash. No, it was a plane crash, and I. Th- we we neither of us know anything was about that, this group. Or was that Leonard Skinner? Aren't yeah, there that two was Leonard Skinner. I think yeah, there, there was two one arm. But guys. I know no, he has one arm. Yeah, it's a car crash. Okay. Anyway, uh, obviously we know nothing about Def Leppard. All right. Now I want you. I want you to Google. I want you to Google time in America when girls wore pacifiers around their necks as a necklace. I'm telling you. And by the way, huge news here. Not to me because I don't care one way or the other. But huge news all over the uh, press and locally, Al Jazeera Constipation, AJC. World's Games, yes, it's Atlanta will host eight World Cup matches. They say it's going to be like having hey. eight Super Bowls hey, hey, in Atlanta. Stay in your lane. What? That's sports. Well, I know. I'm teasing the thing while you're Googling the thing. <laughs> yeah, they Holy they crap, exist. sports in an hour. They exist. I'm telling you. But I don't remember anybody wearing well, tell, them. I tell the little people. You looked it up, and there is a thousands of pictures of necklaces with pacifiers yeah. on them, and girls would wear them as a sign yeah. of, of the... The only five. people that wear these are people used to wear onks. Well, I used to wear it... <laughs> Precisely. Well, in the 1970s, <laughs> I wore a leisure suit, and I had an Egyptian gold onk, and I had one made out of jade. Got Beautiful call. green jade. Uh, got, who's on the line there, uh, Joe? Jesse. He's got something to say about the pacifiers. Jo- well, there, Jesse, welcome aboard with the camera, Pete, and Joe for Flounder. What's up, man? I was right, wasn't I? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> um, basically, uh, it was a sign that they go to raves because a lot of the times when they would go to raves, um, they would take uh, um, MDMA, you know, ecstasy, right. yep. and it would kind of it would make them, you know, uh, or or, or quaaludes, know, uh, drugs, uppers. Yeah, no, not well. I mean, maybe quaaludes, more like uppers and, yeah. Yeah, and right. trippy things, more like uppers and psychedelics. Yeah. Yeah. And they would put those in their mouth so that would, so they would have something to chew on and something to. It, it's more of like an oral fixation, no, no, oral there you are. Kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. It's a sensational thing. How do you so know? If you see a, so if you saw a girl that was wearing that around, that means that they were a raver. That they that they were like a party chick. They want you know. <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> he had an oral fixation. Now, now Jesse, like by the way, this is our special guest, Jesse. He's a special friend of the program. Yes, we kind of single Jesse. Yes, we do. We single Jesse out as a, as a special guy for uh, for very uh, wonderful reasons because he's been there to help us whenever we need it. Now, uh, when yes, when was sir. this popular, Jesse? Was it late 80s or not? I'm trying to remember. I think it was late 80s or early it, 90s, um, maybe? Mid 80s? Late 70s, maybe like to mid 80s? Was it that? Yeah. Yeah. Whenever, like, maybe the so. scene was, was big. That was mid 80s. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, how you doing, my friend? 
Uh, pretty good. Uh, yourself? Uh, I'm in the right side of the grass, Jesse. That's all I know. <laughs> Other than that, I'm a wreck. But thanks for asking. Yeah, hey, have a great day, man. Thank you, my friend. You have, too, have, a, have a great day. Right, there you go. Four ten with the Kimmer people and uh, Joe for Founder. Joe's got. We have you. another phone call. Uh, uh, oh, well, it's it's, uh, a, it's uh, a marathon. Of, uh, no, no, oh, no, 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 okay. no, no, no. It's nay on the all okay of the Erdney uh, of the airing uh, <laughs> sway of the aiding hay Emmerkay. Flounder wrote, "They're British." Hey, go back to bed leave us alone <laughs> he's got a girl over there he's not fooling me he's over there with veronica and they're you know having milkshakes and watching tv and you know yeah, playing with the dog and the cat yeah. and yeah you know, i'll play with the dog and the cat leopard. i'll give you a deaf same thing I've got my leopard okay 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 i still can't believe what that if you, if you missed the googling thing on uh, taylor swift wearing a white dress uh, but the big thing was that they say she blanked Celine Dion. And one person said, Taylor Swift didn't even hug or acknowledge Celine Dion. Can't blanking stand this. Bl-. Oh, by the way, here's here's what this comment says about Taylor Swift's so-called blanking Celine Dion. Celine Dion has had that stiff body disease. She yeah. can barely move. She can't get around. She can't sing, can't do squat. She It was a special thing for her to show up in person walking, making it to the Grammy. So that was huge. Taylor Swift apparently got, uh, uh, you know, said, oh, hi, got a reward, started talking back to the people in the award thing and didn't pay a lot of attention to Celine Dion at that time on the stage when she got the award. Afterwards, they were hugging and kissing and having a great time, so it's not like it sounded. But the fans were upset because it looked like uh, Taylor Swift stiffed Celine Dion. Here's Here's what one said. Help me out here. Quote, Taylor Swift didn't even hug or acknowledge Celine Dion. Can't blanking stand this... And then it's a four-letter word, T, blank, blank, T. I can't stand this, T, blank, blank, T. What the hell is a four-letter word, T, blank, blank, T? That wasn't on the air, was it? Oh, thank God. It's a word we can't say. It's British. Oh, I know what it is. Like, I know. Okay. like Def Leppard. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. Well, no, British. Oh would, no, it's British like British would be twit. Yeah. Well, now see, no, we we don't even want. Okay, we're. I'm, but I'm, that's I'm, a real word. It is a real word. That's right. So it's very clear. Yeah. So now I get. It. I, I'm sorry. I didn't. Anyway, I thought that like was, King Charles III used to be. Yeah, he was uh, King Charles the Twit. That's what they called him. Uh, anyway, a lot of people uh, here's uh, uh, Celine, uh, ignoring Celine Dion like she was some trophy model presenter was Grammys wild. She won this three times and usually such a pro, but to ignore an icon who is dealing with this so much, yikes. I can't defend this. No acknowledgement of Celine whatsoever. She'll never, ever, ever live down ignoring Celine. I'll use in her song. I'll never, ever, ever, ever get back together. Remember that song? You probably don't remember that no. song. Anyway, she will never, ever, ever live down ignoring Celine Dion. Uh, a legend at the Grammys. How could she do that? Well, anyway, uh, she didn't really ignore. Now, all right, fourth, fourth, we got. We got to do that. We're going to do our next, next, next. We're going to do Luke Combs and Tracy Chapman. We'll talk about them. We haven't even started the immigration thing yet, and oh, that's oh, not going anywhere. Oh, Killer Mike and Killer Mike, uh, Killer Mike. Uh, what an intro to the. Uh, yeah, hey, congratulations on your Emmys, Killer Mike. And now come with us. Grammys, <laughs> Grammys, <laughs> Emmys, Grammys. What's the difference? Uh, Four thirteen. Kimber Pete and Joe for Flounder. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> T-Rex, 419. I know nothing about these guys. 
Well, we wanted a British group. By God, we've got one now. So that's... They were good. Yeah. They were well, good. Now, I know nothing about them. Uh, they were uh, outside of my uh, bailiwick, I guess. 1972. Well, that's why. 1972, I was listening to the Beach Boys. David Bowie was inspired by them. Mark Boland was their lead singer, and he died in a car crash. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. 1972, T-Rex number one on the British chart with Telegram Sam, the group's third... British number one taken from their album, The, the uh, Slider. The song is also known for bringing the term main man into popular culture. He's my main man. I was no kidding. I'll be down. Well, I, no, it's not funny with it because I used to say that all the time. He's my main man. What's You know their big hit, that banger, banger Gong. That's their Oh, is that hit. their song? Yeah, yeah. Banger. Oh, that was a huge yeah. song. Oh, yeah. That's probably their number one oh, song. Oh, that's, yeah. yeah. I know that song. Well, I didn't know T-Rex, but I know that song. Jeepster, and they got a lot. Yeah. Hey, if you want to find Bang a Gong, probably to this, uh, Joey, we'll give him a little look in case they aren't familiar with it because it was a very famous song, but it was kind of a kind of a, an unusual, uh, one of those weird uh, uh, rock and roll hits. Uh, our birthday list includes Charlotte Rampling, the cool. actress, yeah. um, 79 years old. I never cared for her. For some reason, I never. Eyes. Yeah, she had weird, uh, those weird eyes. Uh, she was in uh, Absence of Malice with Paul Newman, among other things, played the tramp and the, uh, setting him up to fail. Charlotte Rampling, 79 years old. A lot of sci-fi wizardry-type stuff she yeah. did. Anything weird she yeah. was in. Uh, she had a look about her, that, no question about it. Um, she uh, she kind of reminded me of the girl who took over, uh, Allie, uh, what's her name, took over at Cheers, had those weird... Uh, yeah, Christy. 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 And uh, this day in history, I might have mispronounced that. Yeah. Uh, ni- 1994... The verdict is guilty for Byron Dilla Beckwith. 31 years, they call it the longest murder case in American history. 31 years earlier, he had assassinated Medgar Evers, the civil rights leader. The movie Ghosts of Mississippi was about that case, 1994. Gene Hackman. Uh, at uh, three, uh, 421, 421. Oh, oh we, we, we might play it? Uh, yeah, let's do it. You want to do the Olympic first? No, oh, uh, for, here's Bang a Gong. Here we go. I remember Kelsey Frazier used this as an example of something on a Frazier episode or a Cheers episode. Hmm. Like he was doing lyrics of something. I remember they, they made a thing about this song. And was this in a commercial or what was the fame of this song? I can't remember why this it was, was so popular. Number one hit, basically. But was it, was it, I'm trying to, th- I, have, I affiliate it with something and I don't know what it is. I guess I'm probably wrong. Anyway, this was uh, got 70s, I guess, right? Had to be. Yeah. And what's the name of this group again? The T-Rex. Red... T-Rex, of course. Um, oh, here we go. We got an entry to our uh, contest. We have two contests going on. No, First we don't. One... <laughs> In your head. <laughs> All right, the first contest, Pete started doing this. We're going to have a limerick. I said, for yeah. month of March, should we say? Or did, 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 oh, we're having a limerick. St. Paddy's Day. St. Paddy's Day. That's uh, the 14th of February. 17th. No. St. Patty's Day is historically been on the 17th of March, Kimmer. Valentine's Day is on the 14th oh, of February. Oh, March. Yeah. No, St. Patty's Day is March 17th. Yeah. Uh, February 14th you. is Valentine's. I'm sorry. I, I was got I'm such a romantic. I just can't get over the Valentine's. Because I'm, I'm kind of a love doctor. I kind of. Well, I, yeah, I, I'm on through six weeks. But, you know, it's kind of a, a <clears throat> slight uh, thing. Because I'm already thinking about how I can help the, you know, the ladies to find love, you know, for mm-hmm. this uh, the spring season. Yeah. Because I'm, you know, I'm here. You don't have a good sense of time, I'm as the ladies point out. That that was not uh, three minutes, Eric Kimmer. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bye, that much. 
I have a problem with time and distance. Uh, we got a limerick. This might be from Scotty the Window Guy. I don't have the number. Uh, I have the number, but not the name that goes with it. It's one of two or three guys. But I don't know. Sure it is. But it's we're yeah, oh the, so the contest is a limerick. For St. Patty's Day, I am a Jesus in the morning. Uh, so that's coming up if you want to send us a limerick. And here's one now from our uh, friend who's, I think it's got of the window cut, but I really can't be sure. Here it is. <clears throat> Roses are red, Kamala's not black. Biden has dementia and Hunter's on crack. <laughs> well, there you are. Very good. Thank you so much. Now, uh, let's see. Oh, let's do the, uh, some more of the Grammy stuff. We got, oh, we got so much to do. I've been, I'm just not good. I'm not good. Okay. Last night, Luke Combs and Tracy Chapman. I did see a couple of minutes of a, pre, of a thing, I think, before the Grammys, and they showed uh, Luke Combs from when he was a little boy learning to play the guitar, and he would, had said that, that his number one song, and I think he said his daddy's number one song, too, when they're driving along in a pickup truck, and he said his number one song that he loved more than anything else was the one by Tracy Chapman. And he's, uh, he, I mean, he's, uh, he was extolling his virtues like the best song ever written, and it just meant so much to him. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, I, I, I never liked it. I, I, thought, I can't listen to that song. If it's on the radio, I'm tuning it out. It's a very basic song, but that's what makes it beautiful. Well, I, I, well but it's, it's, I don't like this. I mean, it's, it's, it's like, it's flat. It's like B flat. It's not, it's not, it's a B flat song. It's, 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 I don't like the progressions of it. I don't like the harmony of it. I, I just, I don't like the song. And I know I'm the only, I, 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 when I said that out loud in front of Pete Davis, ladies and gentlemen, today, but, I thought you were going to have a, ma- a problem in your pants. But, but, I mean, you couldn't believe that somebody <laughs> didn't like that stupid song. Because I thought you were talking about both sides now. Oh, okay. By Joni Mitchell. Okay. Well, now, how do you feel about this fast car I song like by J.C. Chapman? And, 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 and Morning Show, how do you, you like the song? I think it's great. Do you think it's one of the great songs? One of the great songs, you love it, and you, you can't wait to hear it when you hear it? Uh, whenever I hear it, I'm okay. like, man, this is a great song. Okay, but now, so it's a great song, and you think it's a great song. It's a horrible song. I'm I, sorry. I, I don't worship it, <laughs> yeah. but I think right. it's well, a very anyway. good song. Okay, so Luke Combs loves this song. Uh, when uh, Alva feels it, I'm going to read you what the guy wrote here, and then we're going to play right. for you uh, very shortly this uh, this situation here. Okay, <laughs> I swear, shut up. <laughs> it's Monday. I got. I was. I was. I was homebound all weekend. I didn't get to drive my car, and I didn't even know what's wrong with you. The last time, I, by the way, the last time I had a supercharged, uh, uh, more than 700 horsepower car, and and the engine light came on, and then went clunk, and then went, it cost me 20 grand. So you know, I'm, <laughs> you know, uh, okay. Uh, all the your best, Luke Combs and Tracy Chapman. All the feel and chills when Tracy Chapman took the stage to start off Fast Car with country sensation Luke Combs. 26 years after the folk pop singer released the song that the country sensation turned into an even bigger hit in 2023. It was one of those perfect Grammy moments that just, just the second performance was an early peak in the show. While Fast Car did not win either record or song of the year when it was nominated back in 1989, yeah, it lost both to Bobby McFerrin's Don't Worry, Be Happy. Uh, the love that 59-year-old Chapman felt in the room last night from Taylor Swift, Oprah Winfrey, and Combs himself must have felt a lot like sweet victory in and of itself. Can we listen to the song? That's what we're saying. Now, here's Luke Combs, Tracy Chapman. You got a fast Somewhere, any place is better. Starting from zero, got nothing to lose. Maybe we'll make something. Be myself, I got nothing to prove. You got a 
Yeah, it's fine. I mean, again, I, I mean, I just, it's just in time. It's just not to me. It's just, you know, it, it's like a cross between Joan Armatrading, remember her, and the Indigo Girls. It's kind of like something from that. Well, well, I like the Indigo Girls, especially since they did something nice for my daughter Jennifer. Well, I can say thank yes, you to you the can. girls. You do. <laughs> they're very, very, yeah. I, I met them a long time ago. They're very nice. Yeah, they're yeah, very nice ladies. I used to live over there uh, by Emory. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, and, and, right, one of the best moments of Mention Cheer is this uh, this uh, a thing called SZA. What is that? SZA. 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 That's the name. Yeah, the, her name's SZA. SZA. Yeah. That's a girl. SZA. Like yeah. scissors without the. I, I don't know. The, the brothers saying scissors. That's SZA, baby. Just checking, keeping it crunk. I don't know. I can't SZA. believe it. Uh, and, and it says your best uh, best moments, SZA. It's a crime that leading nominee SZA didn't win any of the big three or big four. Well, wait a minute now. Oh, now, this, here's the sentence. It's a crime that leading nominee SZA didn't win any of the three big four awards for which she was nominated. How could there be three big four awards? There's four big awards, and she was nominated for three oh, of the gotcha. four. Uh, but her medley of SOS. And she's from Germany. Well, there you are. Her medley of SOS hits Snooze and Kill Bill, which had her making like a badass Uma Thurman, simply (laughs) slayed. (laughs) Now, I've never heard of this scissor chick. Me neither. She was awarded for the biggest nominations of best categories? She's she's really popular. I don't like her music. Um, What kind of music? Can we play her? It's like R&B, hip-hop. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Well, never mind then, because that's not our audience. That's not music. Nah. Oh, that's Snoo- not it. Snoopy, hang on. I don't think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> I think that was one of Joe's personal uh, music files there, I'm pretty sure. Uh, another one of the best moments, it said here, Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish, it says, can seriously do no wrong. Singing your haunting Barbie ballad, What Was I Made For?, which went on to win her a second Song of the Year Grammy. Hmm. Not only did Billie Eilish deliver one of the most achingly beautiful vocals you'll ever hear live with her producer, her brother Phineas, providing stripped-down accompaniment on piano, but she wore an iconic 60s outfit worn by the doll. I don't know what that means. Like Barbie. She dressed up like a 60s doll. Oh, by Barbie doll. The Barbie doll, I got you. In fact, she is last year... Gone total opposite of what she was doing. Yeah. She, she went sexy for a while, and now she's going with saying she's bi and she's wearing all these clunky clothes again. And it's like, oh, well, come on. Well, she started man. out sexless as though non gender anything and then became a girl. I mean, yeah. thought, well, you told me this. And I said, that's Billie she's Eilish. Stacked. Yeah. <laughs> so the first time she started wearing a dress and, you know, just showed her cleavage Not or something. Anymore. Yeah. Anyway, and then one of the worst moments, uh, Miley Cyrus, uh, Miley Cyrus, Miley Cyrus, <laughs> she was high, a freaking high hair. How high can you make your hair? And uh, she's got a song called Flowers, and everybody loved it, and she's supposed to be the best thing that ever happened. Now, Miley Cyrus, I don't get and it. she was so sexy in her see-through dress. She had three naked dresses on. 
And she, a woman is not, you know, she's not pretty sexy. and not she's sexy. She's got a pretty doesn't face. Have a, yeah, That's she's, it. She's so sexy. Yeah, well. Why? Oh, you think she's sexy? Yes. She has, she has a flat ass, bad legs, uh, no boobs. I mean, Just she has no curves. She, like, prepubescent her vibes, boys? Her aura. She, like, exudes. She's it. a carrier. She, she exudes <laughs> skankiness is what she exudes. She's a skank. Seriously. <laughs> Maybe I talk? like skanks. She's a skank. It's like the ZZ Top songs, 10-foot pole. Oh, if you, go near if, it. If, if, if Final Theta were having a skank party to bring the biggest skank, you know she'd be she'd be on everybody's list. It's a walking Petri dish. <laughs> I just carry her. <laughs> she, got, she got flounder sick. <laughs> she isn't even in the same state. 432 with a giver pita and Joe for flounder on your Monday. Mercy. <laughs> Here's a Snoopy and Sloopy. <laughs> Sloopy, Snoopy. <laughs> Oh, are we on? Sorry, I'm making a note about <laughs> making fun of me for a later segment on the program because it's so easy and there's so many examples. Sorry. Oh, God. 437 with the Kimber Pete and Joe sitting in for Flounder has got the freaking flu, that's for sure. And here's Black Sabbath, man. Oh, yeah. 1971, Black Sabbath started recording what would be their third album, Master of Reality in London. It was released in July of 71, sometimes noted as the first stoner rock album. Master of Reality. That's what it says here. Sometimes noted as the first stoner rock album, 1971. That was Revolver. Gu- <laughs> guitarist Tony Iommi. I can't read these freaking letters here. Uh, Tony um, uh, Lomi decided... Iommi? Iommi. Okay, Tony Iommi decided to down-tune his guitar down three semitones... Geezer Butler also down-tuned his bass guitar to match Iomi. The result was a noticeably darker sound that almost two decades later would prove highly influential on at least three of the biggest grunge acts, namely Smashing Pumpkins, Soundgarden, and Nirvana, by down-tuning their guitar down three semitones. Sounds like a quaalude thing. I'm not sure what that means. Yeah. A down, I don't want to down, cor, down tuning at semitones. I, I don't know what a semitone is. I guess. I don't know. Do you know? I mean, do you know? No, it's Joe, German. are you? A, 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 it's got to be a, a guitar thing, right? Because I, I was a yeah. first chair trombone in the All-State Band I, when I was in eighth grade. I have no idea what a semitone is on a on a, on a bass guitar. I have no clue. Huh. You know why? Because it's German. Because it's German. I'm <laughs> telling you, the people are German. You know, those people believe over there, don't you? Sprechen Everything Sie is Deutsch. Oh, never mind. Uh, our birthday list includes. Uh, oh, that naughty little Sarah Evans. Sure. Uh, Sarah Evans, a country beauty. Suds in the Bucket, whatever famous song. Sarah Evans, S-A-R-A, no H on the end. Sarah Evans, 54 years old. Beautiful girl. Country wow. star. Yeah. Very lovely. Or at least you, I haven't seen her. I mean, I've seen, you know, pictures. I haven't seen her in a while in person. I hope that's still true for her sake. Uh, and on this day in 1919, Charlie Chaplin, Mary Pickford, Douglas Fairbanks, and silent movie director D.W. Griffith created United, United Artists. 1919. And oh, we got wow. Patricia on the phone. Well, we have Patricia on the phone. And by the way, this hour is uh, brought to you by Atlanta Safe House. You need a safe. You may not know it. Take it from the Kimmer. You can do the best thing by getting to AtlantaSafeHouse.com and tell them the Kimmer sent you. Patricia's on the phone. Hi, Patricia. Welcome aboard. How you doing today? I'm doing just 
just fine, Kimmer. You know when you were talking about the $60 billion yeah. that we're giving? Okay. I don't know if you've heard this before, but if one second is one dollar, okay, okay mm-hmm. it takes 11 and a half days of seconds to make one million dollars. Wow, okay. It takes... 31 and a half years to make $1 billion. Yep. So we just gave 900 years away. Yeah. But the truth <laughs> of all yeah. is we're in debt $31 trillion as a, as a country. Mm-hmm. It takes 31 and a half years yeah. to make... A I'm billion. sorry, thirty-one thousand. Yeah, to thirty-one thousand and a half years to make one trillion yeah. dollars. Right. Almost. And we're yeah. thirty-one million in debt. Yeah. Trillion in debt. Yeah, that's right. And the other way, to put it. I used to put it this way: if you want, if you had to count to a million, uh, one, two thousand, one, one thousand, two, one thousand. If you count to a million, your regular counting style, it would, like you say, it would take you twelve days to count to a million. It would count, take you thirty-two thousand years to count to a trillion. Without stopping. I, I concur with everything you say, Kim, or something's got to stop. Well, you know, it's just incredible. $20 billion for border security, which would only help the more get in. Uh, $60 billion for Ukraine. And I don't know whether you heard earlier, uh, uh, Patricia, but uh, the uh, guys preceding us made the note that's coming out today. The fact of the matter is the United States Marine Corps, the entire Marine yes. Corps, gets less in a budget than we're sending for one year for Ukraine. Not to, Not including all the stuff we've already sent them. We have more money going to Ukraine for one year than the entire budget for the United States Marines. Something is really, really wrong. Yep. Yeah. And, and by the way, uh, in fact, thank you, Patricia. Uh, we're going to talk a lot more about this. Thank you, sweetie. Have a great day. One of my true Kimmer babes. I'd love to hear from Patricia. Uh, the, the, the Speaker of the House says it's dead. We're not going to even think about it. Yeah. They're going, they'd, they'd be letting uh, 5,000 illegals in a day they mm-hmm. would say that would be okay uh if it got to eight thousand five hundred more than a week in a row then they'd have to cut down <laughs> but but i mean the the, the the very thought of it they're all in cahoots republicans <sighs> and democrats to do they're doing this for a reason it's they're working doing it. well uh, let's get to elon musk elon musk even, even himself uh elon musk says if it weren't for the kimmer i wouldn't have come to this conclusion but he said there's a guy in atlanta named kimmer uh, and he showed me the way. Elon Musk is now railing against President Stupid Face's approach to securing the border. Uh, you'll recall that in uh, 2020, there was a news story that revealed that President Stupid Face had intended to prioritize offering legal status to an estimated 11 million people while in office. Remember, they're trying to get them legal. And uh, Elon Musk has now written Biden's strategy is very simple. One, get as many illegals in the country as possible. Two, legalize them to create a permanent majority, a one-party state. That is why they are encouraging so much illegal immigration, simple yet effective. The number of illegal immigrants on the now-detained docket has soared from 3 million in 2021 under the scumbag to about 5 million in 2022 and now more than 6 million last year under this president. Elon Musk, by the way, is an immigrant. He is a legal immigrant mm-hmm. from South Africa, the first uh, African citizen. Immigrant citizen. Uh, this explains why there are so few deportations. Every deportation is a lost vote. 
Think of it that way. When the Democrats, if the Democrats have to get rid of a guy yeah. they brought in, it's one vote they don't but, get in the future. Well, look at it this way. This country got rich and famous and popular and proud and just great with the more than one party. Yeah. More than one party. Yeah. The only people who want one-party systems are Marxists right. and fascists. Yeah. That's the only one. And they never work. They're always horrible one-party states, but they are pushing for a one-party state. you got to ask yourself why. Because they are Marxists and fascists. And ask what they what do they want. They've been telling us what they want. They want open borders. They want uh, defunding the police. They want no cash bail. They want to take away your guns. Take away they your kids. They want to take away your rights. Take away your children. There's a case that's in Montana that they're now going to arrest the parents. Indiana's complain. trying to do it. Oh, my God. I, I will, we'll get to that, too. And, and again, one more thing on Musk. He made a, a, an extra point about this. He said, what is the point of even arresting illegal immigrant criminals if nothing is done? Uh, you can literally assault police officers in broad daylight in New York, be released with no bail, give everybody the finger, and still not be deported. Yeah. How is that possible? That's got to be the Republican campaign point right They're there. They're in on it. You just saw that Langford guy from God. Oklahoma. Oh, How much is in his offshore yeah, accounts? I know, I know. He's being, the globalists have control of him. It's unfreaking believable. Oh, by the way, I thought this was pretty amusing. The Babylon, hold on, Joe, we'll get, take a break here in a second. Uh, I thought this was fairly amusing from the Babylon Bee. Uh, they, they had a headline today, and it said, Republicans announced they have made concessions on immigration deal in exchange for these really cool magic beans. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. And by the way, come, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, 4.46. Coming up, you'll hear how the Chinese immigrants are being helped by TikTok and how they're, uh, now they, the professionals are going to north and then spending their money in the South because in the South they, they don't spend, they don't rob people in the South because they go to jail. Then they go back to the North to do some more. In New Jersey, there's a whole ring of uh, of how they get people uh, immigrants charging six thousand bucks a head to get from Canada mm -hmm. into America. And Josh is going to explain all this German semitone stuff. We've been worried. Oh about. really? Oh my God! I can't wait. Uh, coming up, semitone and Josh at uh, four forty six. Can repeat and uh, Joe for flounder right here. gets kinky. It's all odd and sharp and... I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry it's not the Archies. <laughs> it's David Bowie. And Stevie Ray Vaughan. And Steve. All right, all right. Your break sounds like Catherine freaking Hepburn trying to do a speech. 1970, David Bowie recorded four songs for his ridiculous band at the John Peel Sunday Concert Radio Show. Uh, this was guitarist Mike Ronson's first appearance with Bowie, who went on to Mick. work with Bowie as one of the spiders from Mars. Mick, Mick Ronson. Mick Ronson. Did I say Mike? Mick yep, Ronson. David. Uh, David Bowie. All right, there you go. And now our birthday list includes Chris Parnell. You may not know the name. But if you were a fan of 30 Rock and SNL, you know the guy who played Dr. Leo Spachaman, Spachaman, Spaceman, Dr. Leo Spaceman on 30 Rock. Uh, the voice of Cyril 
Figgis on uh, uh, Archer, FX's cartoon Archer, and Garth in the Anchorman movies. <laughs> but, but I remember he's, 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 got, he's, he's doing a, a, a medical thing. What do you call it? A, a physical thing, an yeah. examination of Tracy Jordan, Tracy the black guy. And <laughs> Tracy's sitting across the desk, and Dr. Leo Spaceman, Spaceman, uh, Spaceman, I guess it is. Uh, Dr. Leo Spaceman says, well, I, uh, Tracy, uh, I, I have your results here, and, and I don't know how to say it. Uh Dia, diabetes, diabetes, diabetes. Yeah, I, oh, it's diabetes. That's how you say it, diabetes. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> well, I mean, what a great character! He, Everything, he, he was so completely incompetent. I mean, it was just it was <laughs> insulting to every doctor who's ever lived. I mean, <laughs> what a great character, uh, Chris Parnell, fifty-seven years old. <laughs> a very, very funny guy, a uh, dry wit. And on this day, uh, Pete doesn't like to talk about it, neither do I. I, was, I swear, I was watching, you know, because I was housebound. <clears throat> yeah, my car wasn't working. And it's in the shop and everything, whatever. So and I still don't know what's wrong with it. Anyway, uh, so, so I'm flipping around and I'm doing stuff. And, I'm, and I saw this uh, these half-hour series on the NFL channel, 30-minute-long 30, uh, 30 Super Bowl highlight packages. Yeah. And if it's 30 minutes long, I love to watch it because it gets right to it. It shows all the highlights and the thing. It's a, it's a great event. So, so I tuned it in, and I'm looking at it, and all of a sudden I see the scoreboard at halftime, <clears throat> 21 to 3. It's the freaking Falcons game with the, <laughs> with the New England Patriots, 2017. Lady Gaga, halftime performer. Tom Brady was the MVP, of course. And so I had to I had to go watch the game. I tuned in to see Super Bowl highlights. Had to be the one where Falcons got cream coming. And I'd forgotten how bad it was. And by the way, I did I did not either didn't know or didn't remember this. Did you know? or You probably realize this. Holy crap, a sports coming up in 20 minutes. Uh, did you realize that that game, the Falcons... And the New England Patriots in 2017, which we lost 34-28, that game was the first time ever that a Super Bowl went into overtime. Well, it almost went, remember Baltimore-Miami, oh no, Baltimore-Dallas, I think, back in the day almost went into yeah. overtime, and Jim What's-His-Face kicked that last-minute field goal. But you'd think with the two, theoretically, the two best teams in football, mm. you would think that that probably would be something that would happen more often. First time ever. Hmm. 2017. Anyway, just a little record. All right, 455. Oh, got uh, Josh. Josh uh, on the radio. Hey, oh, Josh is going to help us out with our um, uh, the Kimmer's uh, musical uh, <coughs> d- uh, dementia. Hey, Josh, you're on the radio, man. All right, help me out here. What, what is this minor down uh, thinging with a guitar tone or whatever? You talking to Josh or John? Oh, is it John or John? Well, who's, I don't know, you tell me. Who do we have it's there? John, yeah. Hey, John, yes, he sir. Said, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Welcome. I'm sorry. Well, yes, sir. What's up? You said uh, three semitones. Uh, I believe that means the same thing as as three half notes, which uh, to oh. me, a guitar player would be three frets on the guitar. Okay. Be like tuning down from G to E. I got you. Uh, and for example, for people who aren't familiar, uh, guitars have uh, uh, the frets. They have, what, what do you call that uh, clamp on the frets that let you let you do that? Capo. They change the... Compo- it's called a capo. 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 Yeah, there you go. Uh, oh, now, I assume you're a guitar player, a musician? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, just a hobby guy. Really? I'm a Stratocaster driver. 
Uh, a Stratocaster driver? Yeah. Ah, that's so cool. That's I right. tried to play the guitar. I, 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 you know, back in the day, and I, I took uh, lessons to try to play flamingo guitar from a, a student, and co- college student, flamingo. who could play like, I mean, he was, I mean, he was unbelievable. And he taught me how to pick and how to pick the notes and how to, you know, how to, how to instead of strumming, how oh, to man. actually pick all the notes. Flamingo's but, way too hard. Oh, it's, I, I could never, I mean, I could never do that. But he, but he did teach me how to read the music and pick the notes one note at a time with the tip of my fingers as opposed to strumming the guitar. Uh, and that yeah. was really, but the problem is I don't have, my fingers can't do it. My left hand, I just can't make the stretch and make, make them do what they want to do on the frets on the neck of the guitar. So it really didn't work out yeah. well, but it sure was fun. And, and I love the sound, you know, when, when those strings are plucked just right, it's just beautiful. Oh, man. Beautiful. Isn't it funny how it's uh, opposite the guitar, your left hand's busy. Yeah. And the piano, your right hand's busy. Yeah. Yeah, John. Thank you. There's no left-handed pianos either. Well, unfortunately. (laughs) Hey, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. It helps a lot. I'm glad to talk to you. And happy, uh, happy Monday. Be careful out there. Thanks, man. Thank you, sir. Four fifty-seven here with the Kim Repeat and uh, and we learned something. Yes, we did indeed. Uh, And a Fred again is that space. uh, You see, guitar neck. Uh, Let's see. A little bit more on this border thing, and we'll wrap it up shortly. The uh, Chinese immigrants. CBS did a story showing that hundreds and hundreds of immigrants are coming in a gap in the border fence near San Diego. They learned about the gap because of an application called Dosian, which is the Chinese version of TikTok. TikTok gives detailed instructions on how migrants can hire smugglers to get to the border. They start their new life trekking through multiple countries, Turkey, Ecuador, Colombia, Panama, Mexico... Uh, Then there's been a surge in the number of Chinese immigrants entering the U.S. through its borders. Uh, Well, how about this? The encounters the uh, agency at the border has had with Chinese nationals in the southwest border has increased from 400 people in 2021, 400 in 2021, last year, 24,000 Chinese Social media platforms in China, a boon for migrants hoping to enter the U.S. Uh, The migrants that Reuters spoke to said social media has helped them plan their journey. Creators, uh, content creators from uh, Venezuela and India are doing the same thing, producing videos, putting them on TikTok so their people can get here. Immigration sells. My public is a public that wants a dream, said a Venezuelan guy. He told the New York Times. Of course, the customs people are saying, no, we don't know anything about that. (laughs) TikTok. Also, migrants in New Jersey have come up with a way to smuggle people in t- uh, for into America from Canada at six thousand dollars a piece. The blow, the uh, grappling with the overwhelming flow of asylum seek asylum seekers from Mexico. Uh, there's a gang in New Jersey that's sparking an under the radar surge in crossings from Canada. Six thousand bucks a piece. The Canada illegal immigrants have increased. 500% in a year. 500%. And by the way, they're released pending immigration proceedings, but of course they don't check in again. In fact, a lot of them get a, a, a document that says, come back in 2032. Are these Chinese immigrants with MSG or not It's MSG? hard to tell. It's hard. To, but when you've seen one, man, and uh, you just want to see another one. Uh, coming up on 5 and a half, 5 and a half, and a herb and a hope. Beat David, stand by, too. Look out. Here we go.
Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. It's only the giver. It's only the giver. With Pete Davis and Flounder, the mechanical mangler, is mangling his intestines today, yes, because he's sick as a actual dog. Uh, apparently, he's kind of, he thought it was food poisoning, but that can't be. He's, he's, nah, he's not in a good, good way at all. In fact, he had to, a nurse, he had to hire a nurse to come to his place and, and pump him full of, uh, of, uh, of diuretics. Yeah. Because he was dehydrated from the sickness. He's uh, performing house duty today. Yeah, it's house duty. You said duty, all right. I hope the help to God Veronica's doing all right. Anyway, clearly this was not the food poisoning they thought because it's been hanging on. Anyway, so morning show. Uh, bless you, my friend. Uh, this is tw- twice now in the last week. Uh, morning show's had to do double He's duty. He's young. He can take he it. He can handle it. So everything's good. All right, 504, uh, Kim Repeaton and uh, Joe for Flounder. Here's a number, 404-741-1230, A lot of things we'll catch up on. Holy crap, at sports coming up. Oh, we haven't. We got to do more of uh, Joe's jokes. We haven't done much Joe's jokes. Uh, Flounder's funny, uh, actually. And uh, a billion things. Uh, Charles, King Charles III has cancer. 75-year-old king has cancer. He has postponed public duties. He's getting treatment as an outpatient. And this is not prostate cancer. You'll recall he was undergoing surgery for an enlarged prostate. But they're saying today that the surgery is not prostate cancer. He's told his kids, I, I guess, what, uh, the uh, Harry, the kid uh, from California now with that actress girl, a uh, little high-maintenance thing with the big feet. Uh, she, uh, he's flying over to be with him, uh, but uh, I guess the kids, uh, nobody else is going, right? Is the family not going? Yeah, Megan and the kids are staying in L.A. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, now, this one kind of bothers me. Again, King Charles III, 75 years old, has cancer. We don't know what kind. And this is what bothers me about that is, I mean, it's his life. He can do what he wants. But th- there's a statement from the uh, palace. Quote, his majesty has chosen to share his diagnosis to prevent speculation and in the hope it may assist public understanding for all those around the world who are affected by cancer. Well, it doesn't understand the effect of cancer because you didn't say what you have. You haven't said what it is, where it affects you, what the treatment is, what the uh, prognosis is. You haven't said anything about it. Let's Share your diagnosis, then give us the diagnosis. What's the diagnosis? It's hey, what a crock. Taint cancer. Well, clearly. <laughs> That's no beginning and no end. It just doesn't make any sense. 506. Well, hopefully the doctors can put their finger on it. Well, clearly to me, I... Uh... That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> a 
not to make light of the situation. laughing about the man's got cancer. He's got, I mean, obviously, it's, I, mean, now, I don't understand. I won't prolong this, but I don't understand why they wouldn't just say what it is. Unless they're afraid that people are going to say, oh, my God. Well, they're saying, oh, my God, now. Yeah, they are. They're Without panicking. knowing. Well, he's obviously, obviously, he's death is near. He's either got brain cancer or <laughs> lung cancer spread to his bowels. I mean, there's something. You know, tell us what's going on. I mean, it's going to come out eventually when he ends up dead in nine hours. Look, I mean, th- this is a small country. They just blew the budget on Mama's funeral. They <laughs> yeah. ain't got nothing left for no, this guy. You're going to buy some more horses. I mean, holy crap. <laughs> Jeez. What, were 10,000 horses last time? <laughs> He's going to get shot into space oh, or something. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Uh, by the way, 507, uh, Holy Grab Sports coming up. And we'll, we, we talked at length. We talked for about an hour and a half on the Emmys earlier. Put them in a canoe a, a Grammy, a and yeah. set them adrift on the Thames and set it ablaze and uh, let it just Put float. them on an ice flow or something. <laughs> float out to the, the channel. Uh, anyway, we, are, we probably not, won't be talking much about the Grammys in the, our last hour here. We except spend, for? Except for Killer Mike. Now, this was pretty interesting. And I saw this and said, no, that can't be right. Killer Mike, an Atlanta guy who has some, uh, uh, well, I mean, in fact, he came out of nowhere. I remember the first time back at our old radio station when somebody was interviewing a friend of John, a friend of his was Killer Mike, and I'd never heard of him. And then all of a sudden, boom, he's uh, a monster he star. He started late. He, he yeah. started doing he, this. This late. was not a thing. I mean, he it's not like he was a part of a Jay-Z or something or or the, you know, the little kids who, you know, I can't remember their names now, uh, from Atlanta. Killer Mike. And, uh, and now he was, <laughs> he went to the Grammys. He won three Grammys. His real name is Michael Render. And he was at the Grammys in L.A. Sunday night. He won three awards before the main broadcast. What you didn't see was him winning the awards or being hauled off in handcuffs. <laughs> he, was, uh, he apparently got in a fight with a security guard at the event yesterday, yeah. and he got his awards, and then the uh, police showed up and took the 38-year-old Killer Mike, a 48-year-old Killer Mike away in handcuffs. And uh, people are yelling, "Free Mike! Free Mike!" <laughs> uh, he may be re- he was going to be released because it's a misdemeanor, apparently misdemeanor of fighting, or assault, or battery, or whatever. The, I don't know what the LA charge might be, but apparently it's a misdemeanor. And I assume he is probably long out by now. Oh yeah, this was last night, which was kind of bizarre. Um, and one uh, one more a quick thing about the. Uh, uh, by the way, yeah. Uh, here's, I was going to say this was for It's pretty good. Some people reacting to Killer Mike. Yeah. Let's see. He want, Trent said he won so hard they had to escort him out in handcuffs. That's pretty ATL right there. Oh. And uh, DeShrody said to get arrested after receiving three awards is such a Falcons thing that he should be signed to the active roster. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Keeping with. Uh, and didn't our new coach make an appearance today or something? He did. He had a 2 p.m. presser, and he said the right Excellent. bromides and platitudes. Coming up uh, with all the crap at sports and Pete will, will, did uh, most of the talking from what I understand which is kind of rare for well, a Falcons uh, press but, uh, Artie didn't get involved too Ar- much Ar- Arthur was not there he had something going on he has uh, something okay. health wise oh okay on, so, well we hope yeah. we hope he's hope doing he's well okay. and hope he's okay uh, now uh, the killer Mike now one th- one more thing I want to talk about this BLM business one more thing about the border the speaker of the house says the border bill is not going to go anywhere dead on arrival they wanted to be letting thousands of people in every single day which would be fine with this new border thing and again for the record uh, the president President of the United States does not need anything to close a border. If they want to close a border, close a border. Yep. Right now, you could do it with a phone call. Close the border, go. I mean, that's it. That's mm-hmm. all you have to do. So this is all nonsense. Oh, and by the way, we mentioned that the the Chinese people are being sneaked in by the hundreds and hundreds from Canada into New York, and the ring is run uh, the smuggling ring run by guys in New Jersey. And it turns out that New York State now has budgeted more than fifty million dollars 
to give free prepaid credit cards to the illegal immigrants who make it to New York. Free prepaid credit cards. Hmm. Good. They'll go to New York. I'm telling you, next is amnesty. This is this they're is why they're doing be, it. There's going to be people in the streets if they I'll try tell that you crap. What, you better believe it. Uh, and guess what else? It's at five ten, almost out of time. Very quickly though, check this out. This coming up the week of February fifth through the ninth, which is right now, is Black Lives Matter of a uh, Black Lives Matter Week of Action, BLM Week of Action, officially called uh, this week, the BLM Week of Action, where school districts all over the country have BLM Week of Action activities. The group, here we go, the group it's the group says <coughs> it has got four demands. And these are things that are done in schools. Their demands, mandating black history, mandating ethnic studies courses, as well as 13 guiding principles like promoting trans ideology and globalism. Quote, BLM school wants to be clear in our recognition this unfolding loss of Palestinian and Israeli lives is a direct result of decades of Israeli settler colonialism, land dispossession, occupation, blockade, apartheid, and attempted genocide of millions of Palestinians. Palestinians are reminding us that decolonization is not a metaphor or abstraction but requires real daily struggle. This is the BLM at school activity requirement. Number two, a 10-point plan from the Black Panther Party, uh, the organization known for their civil rights area activities. Uh, they, uh, their version replaces white man with capitalists when they have a robbery by the white man of the black community as one of the references in the guide. Now they're changing white man to capitalist. Number three, According to a, a, a Berkeley report, the reference guide includes one resource titled Four Things We Can Do to Prepare to Teach BLM at School Week, calling upon teachers to reflect how they're implementing restorative justice practices, demanding mandated black history, ethnic studies, ensuring classrooms are trans-affirming and queer-affirming. The goal toward a queer-affirming network where heteronormative thinking no longer exists, as well as anti-whiteness and anti-Israeli principles. That, ladies and gentlemen, is your Black Lives Matter activities plan this week in public schools and colleges all over America. Mm -hmm. Aren't you proud? Mm. Dear God. <sighs> I mean, I can't believe it. Woke turns to uh, <laughs> your president, former president. Destroy the and family, we'll... destroy the society, and destroy the country. That's the plan. Unbelievable. Yeah. In the well, in the schools. And we're paying for it. That's right. And we're suffering for it. We're paying for it both ways. 513, Kimber Pete and Joe for Flounder. He's going to have to pay for it. Yeah, it's, it's on you, Joe. I'm out. <laughs> I'll be dead before you know it. Uh, holy crap, but sports is next, though. <laughs> Speaking of live stuff. Got all the live stuff first, though, you know. <laughs> Uh, look out. Oh, my goodness, I've got it. several sports birthdays and a sports history note here. So that's going to be fairly exciting. Uh, and uh, also the latest on these uh, Apple headphone things. But first, this is cool. <laughs> the latest holy crap at sports with Pete Davis. 
New Falcons head coach Raheem Morris met the media horde this afternoon, and Coach Ra says the third time as a head coach is the charm, and he hopes to plumb new depths of despair and mediocrity for Falcons fans everywhere. No, no he didn't, he say. didn't hey, say that. No, he didn't say that. Or, funny. or, he said it's a new day for the Falcons, yeah. and as for finally bringing a Super Bowl win to Atlanta, he has nothing but confidence and very little of that. No, he didn't say that no, either. He He's just full that. of confidence. He's he a looks smart the guy. He's a good guy. Nice guy. Let's hope the best. You know, Here's he what needs a quarterback and everything will be That's fine. right. He has to go get a quarterback, and he said something I like. He says, the offense will flow through Bajan Robinson and Drake London. Hello, Arthur Smith. That's yeah. what it should have been the last, last and year. And didn't Arthur Smith just get hired as an offensive in coordinator? In Washington. In there. No, was it Pittsburgh? Yeah, I think it's Pittsburgh. As the offensive coordinator, but the yeah. guy who did his offense uh, didn't include two star, uh, the star running back and the star tight end. And the, anyway. I got bad news for you, Steelers fans. If he brings Ryan Tannehill oh in God. there, you guys just need to go ahead and jump in. That what's the river there? Monongahela, Ohio. Yeah, it performs <laughs> the Monongahela and Allegheny. Just go ahead yeah. and jump in the river. That's, that's just, uh, I'll just spare you some time and misery. Uh, it's the biggest Atlanta sports news since the Braves won the World Series. It's the biggest news since that fascist Spanish midget said the city of Atlanta. Atlanta. Not one, not two, not four, but eight. Count them, eight. Knockout and semifinal rounds of the World Cup soccer tournament will be played here in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. It's like Atlanta United games on steroids. Joe is going nuts in the other room. I don't know what's going on. Maybe fire ants in his pants, but he's jumping up and down. It's like eight Super Bowls coming to town. Eight. There'll be so many furry foreigners roaming our streets on Peachtree, it's going to look like downtown El Paso. Oh, brother. We're one. Come on, think positive. It's, soccer. it's money. It's money. Uh, well, I'm happy for the state of Georgia and the city of Atlanta and the surrounding suburbs and everything, but good, I good, good. soccer. We're one of 16 American, Mexican, and Canadian cities to host a World Cup game. So there. Well, we're special. We That's are special. I'm so excited. I love soccer. How many Atlanta United games have you been to? Uh, probably a dozen or so. Good for really? you. Now, are you, would you now? Can you get tickets to these games? Are these going to be impossible oh, to get tickets to? Oh, that's going to be hard. It depends yeah. on the teams, I guess, that'll be playing. Because there's no. Set them aside. I mean, we don't know if it'll be, be American team. We don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I think they're going to get. But that I wonder I, now. America's now, playing in Los Angeles and Seattle in the group round. Oh, okay. So huh. there's no way in hell we'll see them then. Probably not. It'll probably be like Djibouti versus the Falcon Islands. Hey, don't talk about the Djibouti. Uh, now, watch your language there. They're, they're regular, right? Not the Falcon Islands. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, my God, man. It's just a the freaking radio here. That came Tell to me, you don't call them the Falcon don't Islands. Even, don't even start, my God. Don't even start about the sheep on the well, Falcon holy Islands. Climate. F-A-U-L-K-E-N. I know they're British, but come on. Dear Lord. Uh, Reliever Jesse Chavez says that 2024 will likely be his last season, which is kind of... Really? Yeah, that's Uh, a shame. Well, that's... Yeah. And Taylor Swift's new album is dropping April 19th. That's right. Okay. That is the second biggest thing to happen in Atlanta on that date. What's the first biggest thing? The Braves will host the World Series champion Texas Rangers at Truist Park. Aha. Well, that could be a great game. It will be. Uh, uh, Maybe a precursor for this year's. Maybe a precursor. Although you got to, you know, what the the Dodgers did. They're they're all assuming now they've got Oh, he's batting third, too. Oh, Tony's batting third. Oh, boy. But you know what? Wasn't that Freddie Freeman? Or he played, he he bat second a lot last year. He bat second. Yeah, he was was second last year. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Broom is a basketball player for Auburn, and his team was playing at Ole Miss Saturday night when he fell to hand grab his jersey. Ah, yes. Johnny instinctively slapped the hand away, thinking it was a Rebels fan. And it was. 
but not just any fan. No, and it was not. It right. was Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. We talked was, about him it was, Friday. It was God. <laughs> we talked, talked about him being an Ole Miss fan. <laughs> Johnny immediately apologized to the movie star. I went right back to him. I'm a big fan. Looks like Bill O'Brien may not be Ohio State's new offensive coordinator after all. Uh-huh. He's talking with Boston College about being their new head coach. Huh. And Kansas City not only has a Super Bowl to look forward to this Sunday, they can look forward to baseball this spring and many springs to come because they took a page out of the Braves' handbook. Shortstop Bobby Witt Jr. has agreed to an 11-year, $289 million extension. Uh, Basically, it'll keep the young star in KC as the Royals attempt to build a new team and a new stadium at at the center. He's only 23 years old. It'll be his third major league season this year, and it could get to the point of 14-year, $377 million. Holy moly. Yeah. Uh, something they're not looking forward to in Kansas City, though, is Patrick Mahomes' daddy going to jail for oh, his third man. DUI. That, that, and you see his mugshot? Uh, not husband. <laughs> uh, the father of Chiefs star quarterback Mahomes was arrested Saturday night in Tyler, Texas. Patrick Mahomes Sr. is 54, is facing a charge of driving while intoxicated. The charge is a third-degree felony. He could get up to 10 years in prison. And this is, what, his third, third. or something? Yeah. Okay, after the first one or two, and you got enough money, yeah. what are you doing, dude? And he's also in his 50s. It's not like, you know, I, I mean, this is grown man stuff, but it's all, did you see the mugshot? It was smirking, smiling. Really? Yeah. Yeah, nothing going to happen to me. Yeah. Guess what? Well, it's it's your third good. DUI. Yeah, you could be in big trouble. Uh, let's see. Uh, he can still go to the Super Bowl, though, because, you know, he's special. He's an athlete. Well, his son's an athlete. You know, blah, blah, blah. Well, the court case is going to be after a week. Yeah, I mean, so, so that's But not, he's allowed to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if I was the judge, I'd say no. Well, but uh, you're but, out on bond, but you're going home. You're going to watch it on TV. You don't deserve to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, well, after you damn near, you could have killed somebody. Oh, well, okay. I'm not going to be a hard ass about this. First, but he's 54 year old man. It's yeah. your third thing. Okay. I'm sorry. I like it. I'm not proud of the times I drove. Drug, but we I have think, all done it. I think if I had been called DUI, I would have at some point said, you know what, this isn't worth it. Yeah. I'm not going to keep doing this. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Hawk Center Clint Capella will miss at least a week after being diagnosed with a left abductor strain. Oh, no. We know how painful that can be. I don't even know where the abductor is. Oh, it's right over in this area over here. Like you know where a muscle is. (laughs) Shut up. Trey Young named Eastern Conference Player of the Week. Averaged almost 32 points a game this week. Very good. Uh, The Clippers are in town tonight. You going to go? Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking of walking down there. You gonna take there. take your little uh, yeah. your little beast of the road there. Your yeah. little hot rod down was, there. No, no. See, I was going to take my little uh, four door SUV, escape. electric car. Yeah, you know, Ford Escape because it's in the shop. Meet me. I don't think I'll be. In fact, if I have to, if I stop at Publix on the way home to get stuff I need to, do, I'm going I'm to park it way far away and, and take like a zigzag route through the parking lot. So if anybody recognizes me, they'll say, "Oh, well, we can't wait to get in this car," and they won't be see where I'm going. Oh, that's sad. I'm a little embarrassed. I'm sorry. Okay, trivia here. If I was going to tell you, there is a school out there, a college school, yeah. whose player, a player that finished their career at this school, mm-hmm. this football factory. Mm-hmm. That none of those players had ever scored a point in a Super Bowl. What team, what college team would you think I'm talking about? Oh, wait a second. A college team where the players have... The player actually finished his career at that school and went on to the NFL. Okay. But has never scored a point in the Super Bowl. No player from that school has ever scored a point in the Super Bowl. Uh... uh, What's the last... uh, Of any player from that school ever... No, name me the school. Oh, wow, the whole school no one's ever schooled. The school. Uh, the last place you would even. Alabama. What do you think, Joe? It's the Alabama Crimson it's Tide. Alabama. Alabama. Isn't that Can amazing? you believe that? Yeah, I can't believe it. No, I can't. And, you know, Falcons could have fixed that with Julio Jones, but they did What about not. Namath? 
he didn't score. He threw it to people or he handed uh, it off to somebody. In fact, Emerson Boozer, I think, scored on I was going to say the run, famous run. Maybe but... Don Maynard may have scored one in that, but not Joe Namath. I'll be damned. I don't think he ran one. I was thinking Bart Starr, but I guess he never scored with the Packers. He probably handed well, off or threw it. that was a frozen tundra day, too, wasn't it? That wasn't a Super Bowl. Oh, that was against oh, Dallas right. up in right. Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a, Alabama's never had a player that scored a point in any Super Isn't Bowl. Isn't that amazing? Ever. Wow. That is a That's a bar bet right there, my I know. friend. That's, that's <laughs> got to continue. There's no Alabama player, I think, in the Super Bowl. Really? Yeah. Oh, huh, okay. 1934 on this date. What's today? The 5th of February? 5th. Braves legend Henry Aaron, born in? Oh, I was in Tuscaloosa or someplace? Mobile. Yeah. Mobile. Mobile. Okay. 1999, MLB announces they will honor the best hitter in each league with an award named after... The Silver Slugger, Mr. Silver and his wife Sluggy. Slug Slugger and the Silver Slugger. Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron. 1935, Babe Ruth released by the Yankees. He later signs with? Boston. Braves. Braves. 2021, Trevor Bauer agrees to a three-year deal with the Dodgers. That'll make him the highest-paid player in the league over the next two years. Not anymore. What the hell ever happened to him? He's been laying real low the last few years. You notice that? I thought he'd be an all-star every year. You'd probably think he'd be totally satisfied with that contract. It's like he left the country. (laughs) He just can't get himself up to the mound anymore. I don't know. (laughs) That's what she said. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Charge the mound, baby. I don't know. Okay. Guess who turned 84 this past Saturday? Of all the Atlanta sports legends, Georgia sports legends, this is probably your biggest friend, your biggest pal. Oh, well, obviously. Turned 84. (laughs) That would be. The man you hold in highest esteem. That would be. You hold no grudges against. Never, oh. never stole anything from you. Oh, oh, oh my God. A famous quarterback <laughs> from Minnesota Vikings, Fran Tarkenden, who stole. In fact, I never finished the story about that the last time when he stole my case of wine. In fact, I was, that was, I was mentioned with Neil Bortz. We were on Thursday uh, talking about how we both got blackballed from the, can, uh, the Capital yeah. City, or from uh, Cherokee Town Club. Yeah. And I also got them from the uh, Capital City Club. Anyway, the Cherokee Town Club, because the people I offended were, were upset about it. And, I, and the, re, the guy I was going to put me up was a guy who took my, my final wife and me to dinner. Um, and, uh, and that's when I discovered the white wine that I thought was so great. And I bought a case of it for my final wife. Uh, and I went to the liquor store to pick it up and ordered it because it was so special. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, God, I can't remember the name now. The Riesling, wasn't it? No, no, no. It was a white. It was a... Uh, Johannesburg. Oh, God. Um, I'll, I'll think of it. I'll think of it. Brew, oh, God. I can't see the anyway, bottom. Anyway, it's a yellow, anyway. a yellow label. Anyway, so I, I went to pick it up, and the guy said, oh, well, it's gone. I said, what do you mean it's gone? I ordered it especially. He said, well, uh, one of our best clients is uh, Fran Tarkinson, and that's his favorite <laughs> wine. <laughs> so we gave it to him. I said, you bastard. <laughs> you know oh, where by, you were on the packing uh, order. By, oh, God, I almost had the name. I can't believe I got the name thing going. Anyway, so Fran Tarkinson stole my case of wine. Well, they're celebrity, yeah. and then there's... But, oh, God, I've got the name. I can see the letters, and they won't come out of my mouth. It's a yellow. It's a white and yellow label. Well, that narrows Pre- it down. Oh, God, line. I can't believe it. All right, five, 530, Kimber Pete <laughs> and uh, Joe for Flounder. And i still got sports birthdays and a sports anniversary oh, okay. coming up, too. Right. And we'll do that when we come back. And, oh, wait to hear about the Tesla guy with a new headset. And, by the way, what does that thing do? The new Everything. Apple headset? Everything. Well, we're going to talk about it, because I don't... I, I may I'm, actually get one. Well, I'm I'm uh, a little uh, weirded out by it. We'll, uh, coming up, 531, Kimber Pete and Joe for Flounder. Penny Lane, there is a bomb showing photographs of every head he's had the pleasure to know. It's the Beatles. 
Stop and say hello. The Kemmer Beatles, 1063. 1967, the Beatles filmed part of their promo clip for Penny Lane around the Royal Theatre, Stratford, London, and walking up and down Angel Lane in London, together with a video for Strawberry Fields Forever. This was one of the first examples of what would later become known as music video. When you think about it, I mean, MTV was based on this was the original stuff. Guys like the Beatles doing a little musical thing for no, their promo. Well, it's for promo. It's not MTV. No, no, no. I'm saying, but the Beatles started doing video, putting a, a video to their musical stuff. And MTV well, that started was, with Hard Day's Night. Well, I know. But again, it was the Beatles doing these promo clips, which led to, you know, the incredible success of uh, music television. <laughs> okay. Oh, shut up. Uh, all right. Oh, just leave me alone. <laughs> Whatever you the way, say there, Chief. No, I know, the lines are going nuts. <laughs> Everybody's telling me what the wine. My little friend Gretchen called. sent me a picture. We, the phones are going nuts. It's Rombauer, the wine I was talking about. We were at the we were at the uh, uh, Cherokee. It was a Cherokee Town Club, and we're having dinner. And the guy ordered this white wine, and I I don't like wine. I'm not a wine guy. I mean, I'll, I like it if I have it, but I'm I you know I'm not a wine guy. Uh, but he brought this white wine, and it was so good. It was crisp and clean and sharp and tangy. It wasn't syrupy. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't like, I mean, it was just wonderfully crisp and clean and, and sharp. And I thought, boy, this is really good. So I, I took the, saved the label, and then as a surprise for my phone, uh, I got, I ordered a whole case of it, and that was, Rom, it's called Rombauer, R-O-M-B-A-U-E-R, Rombauer, and that's what, uh, Fran Tarkin did had stole from me. Yeah, he's a scrambler. Yeah, he's he, a scram- he he scrambled, scrambled out with he it. He scrambled my wine. Hey, we and, have breaking news, by the oh, way. Oh, please do look right now. Biden has done it again. Oh, God. Here's what he said. See if you can correct the mistakes in this thing. Right. right after I was elected, I went to a G7 meeting. Mitterrand from Germany, I mean France, looked at me and said, uh, said, you know, what, what, how long you back for? Well, first of all, as he corrected himself, Mitterrand was the president of France, not Germany, and he died in 1996. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> He's been dead. Oh, well, since 20 years. Clinton, Clinton was in office. Oh, my God. Eight, 15 years or something. Oh, no. That, that was uh, 24. That's 28 20, years oh, 20, ago. Oh, my God. 28 years ago, 96. And he thinks he's still alive, and he just saw him at the G7 meeting. <sighs> I mean, how do you explain this? He's he's insane. I I, I tell you, they're not. He's not going to be on the ticket. There's no way they can let him do that. And if he does, they're going to have to do a debate. They're going to have. They're going to have to do. Although, I mean, what would happen? What would happen? What would happen if the Democrat Party said, "Well, you know what? We, you know where he stands. You know where Trump stands, and Trump's just a meanie, and he's going to say nasty things. So we're not going to have a debate because it's not in the public interest." They'll lower your expectations, and then they'll pump him up with so much ADHD drugs. He's going to have needle marks in the back of his hands. They'll have the the trans. They'll have the little bag right next to it. It'll look like that picture. Did you ever put the picture of Flounder on social media? No, I I did not. I've got it. I keep forgetting to do do it. I'll do it. I'll do it later. Um, Anyway, uh, back to uh, so uh, Rombauer is the name of the wine. And and again, I'm not. I don't. You know, I, I, I'm not. You know, involved with them in any way. There's no money. I'm not saying anything. In fact, I may have a bottle in my refrigerator as we speak. But it was very delicious and it was great. And I ordered it in Fran Target and got it instead. Okay, on this day, 1999, convicted rapist Mike Tyson is sentenced to a year in jail for showing two guys why it's not a good idea to fight Mike Tyson. <laughs> Even after a car wreck and they took him on, he beat him up, and Tyson got fined $5,000, probation, 200 hours of community service, and served three and a half months in jail. 
Uh, leftover sports birthdays, Jose Maria Olathabel, the professional golfer, uh, uh, Masters champion, among others, 59 years old from Maria Olathabel. Also birth, uh, birthday of uh, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, 39, one of the highest paid soccer players ever, $132 million contract he inked with Real Madrid in Spain in 2009. And uh, another sports birthday, I think, right? Yeah, da- uh, Daryl Waltrip, 77, NASCAR badass, and voice of Daryl Cartrip in Cars. Mm. That's that cartoon movie, I think. Yeah. And uh, Roger Staubach, my old uh, lunch companion, 82 years old, Dallas legend quarterback. And- Navy wasn't he? A, uh, wasn't he a, a, a Naval Academy guy, who, right? Who? Roger Staubach. Yeah, yeah, he was eighty-two. And when I had, uh, I put the video on the other day of my of my scorecard when I played at Pebble Beach with Danny and uh, Craig and the boys, and I won a bucket list thing. We had lunch, and sitting next to me at lunch was Roger Staubach and uh, Cheech and Chong. Did Roger reach over? He's a scrambler too. Did he reach over and steal your he wine? Stole my glass? dinner roll. Stole my dinner roll. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, Five forty-one. Uh, Let's scramble. Uh, Prince Char- uh, King Charles has cancer. They're not saying what kind. He's seventy-five. He, it was not prostate cancer. He has another kind. They're not saying what it is, which seems stupid because they're saying they're trying to let people know how they can battle cancer. Well, then tell us what you have and how you battle it. <laughs> anyway, it's either what they deem embarrassing or it's spread. Yeah, if, if if it metastasized and they just that's what they discovered, it is all over. Then that's why they're saying, but. Other than that, I mean, it'll come out at some point. But, again, I don't know why they're delaying it. They should just announce what it is. And so we don't have all the things of what it might be. Anyway, uh, 542, that's their decision. So there you go. Now, this Tesla thing. Holy cow. Apple released on Friday their brand-new Apple Vision computer glasses. $3,500 Vision Pro Hit, they call it. Hit the stores Friday. A user named Dante posted a video on Twitter or X driving a Tesla wearing the new tech eyeglass things. And at one point, both his hands are off the wheel. He's touching a screen only visible on the virtual headset. 25 seconds later, he gets pulled over by the cops. <laughs> Lights on. <laughs> Unknown where he was or what department had pulled it over. It looked like it in Palo Alto, California, but they didn't say for sure. It doesn't matter. Uh, anyway, the website explicitly explicitly prohibits using the headset while you're driving. <laughs> Never operate a moving vehicle, bicycle, heavy machine, or anything else requiring attention to safety. The iPhone 15 uh, launch, uh, uh, iPhone 15 was launched in September. It's five times as expensive as the rival MetaQuest 3. Apple sold out pre-orders for mm. their device. 200,000 units reserved. It looks amazing. 3500 bucks. I'm not sure what it does. It's called the world's first spatial operating system. It blends content into space around you to describe the intersection between the physical world around us and a virtual world fabricated by technology while enabling humans and machines to harmoniously manipulate objects and spaces. Okay, when you put it on, mm-hmm. what do you see? Basically, it's like looking at the, your homepage or computer, I think, at the beginning, where you can just, if you look at something, it can go to Twitter, or it can go to Facebook, or it can do this, or you can search for something. So but it's you, not eyeglasses where you see the road ahead of you It's a whole something. thing. In fact, at some point, it could be, be opaque where you can look and talk to somebody, or you can watch TV. It interacts with the TV, so it knows what you're watching, because you're watching at the same time it's watching, so you can ask it a question about the TV. Uh, who plays that role? And it'll give you the 
actor's name. Or you could play tennis with somebody or yourself against a wall while you're doing it. And it turns blank, and you're just seeing what's on that screen now, not what's in, around you. Yeah. And you can play tennis. You can play other people. You can play games with people. And you can walk around in a virtual reality like you're with dinosaurs all around you. It's just right, well. Now right, hold on a second. Let's say that uh, you're on a you're, you're well, now. Let's say <laughs> okay. Now let's I'll say it. Okay, if I have this headset on and I'm walking in, I, I want to go to the uh, uh, Natural History Museum. If I when, if I put the headset on on the sidewalk before the museum, can I see where I'm going? Can yeah. I walk with a headset yes. and see where you're it's going? Opa- it's basically opaque where you can see through. It's kind of like sunglasses. But you can also see other stuff in there as well, probably to the periphery when you're walking around. But you can say, I'm going to Natural History Museum, and they'll say, well, here's what the specials are. Here's what the exhibits are today. Right, but, Maybe but, you should see this. But who determines what they say to you? I mean, do you, do you ask well, questions you, and they, they give a specific answer, or do they just start spilling what's in their computer brain? I think if you look at a certain square, it, it follows your eyes, right? Uh, or if you look at something, maybe? And is this audio? I, you say, oh, what, yeah, is, if you say on your what is that picture? Who did that painting or something? Right, and you're looking at you? a painting and say, who did that? And it'll go Van Gogh. So obviously there's a camera in the thing that, that sees everything there and oh, then yeah. has some kind of uh, uh, AI intelligence computer memory bank, which identifies what you're seeing into the their computer thing. It goes right up to the cloud and says, oh, he's looking at a Van Gogh. You're, at, you're looking at a Van Gogh, idiot. It's uh, it's going to be everywhere. I mean, it's just... Right, but how, how, how would I... I mean, other than, you know, finding out more about what you're looking at in a museum, and, how would you use it? What would you use it for every day? Sex. Well, what's People the difference? Will, they will immediately turn it to sex, I, I guarantee. Well, what's, well, that just means you can do it in your car as opposed to getting on your laptop or your computer at home, right? You can be, you can be anywhere. Okay, Nobody's know what you're looking at oh, except you. Okay, well, I, I can see that. Right, but aside from that, if you if you if you were going to buy one, how would what would how would you use it? Uh, I'd probably uh, use it to go outside, like I'm walking around and go, and I got a lot of mushrooms. I said, well, "What mushroom is that?" And it'll tell me. You know, what rock is this? What is this? What animal is that? What tree is this? Because I do a lot of walking in the woods, so I, I would like that to right. show me what plants are right. and could help uh, okay. me. Okay, so that's kind of a of a uh, hobby, nature, yeah. a part time thing. What uh, work uses? Uh, well, it would help you. Like you're sitting there, you go, "Gosh, what was the name of that wine?" And you think, and you describe the wine, or where you got it, or what it looks like, and what, and it'll it'll look and, and it'll show you different wines, and you can go, "Oh, it's that one well, right there." Uh, the whole thing is so freaking freaky. Well, the next step is putting the chip uh, in your so, damn brain. Well, they're doing that. The thing yeah. that's what they said. That's what they talked about. We talked about it last yeah. week. Uh, so when you think, move my arm, it moves your arm. By the way, he's got the sound of Joe Biden when we come back. Oh, outstanding. Uh, Joe the man with Kimber Pete and Flounder uh, Joe style today, 547. And we haven't done, we got to do comedy. Coming out with a comedy, sure. we did one comedy bit. Joe's jokes. Joe's jokes next with the Kimber Pete and Joe for Flounder right here. I yes. promise. <laughs> Beautiful song this is. I've made up my mind. Ray Charles just doesn't get any better than this song. Live in the music answers it. Everything about it, the music is beautiful, the chorus, the harmony. 
That's a beautiful, beautiful song. Is this Killer Mike? Ray Charles. 1962, the first day's recording sessions of Ray Charles' modern sounds in country and western music took place at Capitol Studios in New York, regarded by many critics as Ray Charles' best studio album. The album's lead single, I Can't Stop Loving You, huge hit on the country music radio stations. The record has shipped over... Hmm. 500,000 copies in the United States copies in the United States alone in 1962 and just uh, wow this is still this is isn't this a George, is George a theme song it's, no that's George on my George mind, on my mind. That's, well, I was not thinking of the same we thing. never did listen to the killer Mike can you play a snippet of killer oh that's yeah. right well, let's, we, in fact we got three musical snippets uh, let's do killer Mike and then we're going to hear uh, President stupid face and also another song that I did because it's an anniversary of a bad thing that happened first uh uh, here's a little killer, Mike. Again, he was he was at the Grammys. He got three awards, three, I mean, a, a Grammy award. He got three awards before the show aired on TV, and then he got arrested and t- taken away in handcuffs. He beat up a security guard, so they took him to jail. A misdemeanor, thank God. He didn't so kill the guy. This is from the album that came out this past year. Uh, it's called Scientists and Engineers. Killer Mike. Atlanta, new legend. What they spend one time and spill again. Go back to an angel. You, there's no way you know what he's saying. Do you have any idea what those words are? In. Huh? Too much that I can't communicate with all of them. Well, that I got. I do wish I had scientists to engineer for. Well, that's a little better. Let's go. Get out of here. Petro is cheaper than it's ever been. And then. No, all right, that's fine. Wow. <laughs> okay. That's that one? You know, uh, anyway, and that, he's a huge, uh, huge uh, star. Wow. Well, you Maybe I haven't heard no, enough no, to, uh, I don't understand I'm sure it, it's though. a wonderful, mm-hmm. uh, wonderful experience. Sure it is. Uh, 555. Uh, birthdays include, I love this, Jennifer Jason Lee, 62 years old. And here's what it says on this is a Flounder's uh, birthday list. Uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, 62. The Hateful Eight, Single White Female, and Fast of Times at Ridgemont High. They forgot Fargo, one of the greatest series roles of all time. They, they, she just did that. But she was uh, Fast Times at Richmond High as a little hottie back in never 78 or whatever. Never I never saw I saw uh, like four minutes of it or something. Uh, it's kind of kinky. Uh, I saw uh, Phoebe Cates. That's all I uh, needed. Phoebe, baby, baby. Walking the... Walking the uh, uh, Coming out of the uh, swimming pool. Swimming pool of the, yeah. uh, the thing there. And if Judge uh, Jason, uh, Jason uh, Jennifer Lee, uh, 62... Uh, let's see. Quick, almost. I'm running out of time here. Um, uh, Oh, now hold on, hold on. Um, oh, I don't really care about that. Uh, oh, one more thing on this. Uh, I don't really care about that. Um, and um, oh, here we go. 1966. This song, Sergeant Barry Sadler, the Ballad of the Green Berets, entered the Billboard charts. It climbed to number one and stayed there for five weeks. <laughs> We're not going to play it all. Don't worry. Fighting soldiers from the sky. And in fact, he was an army sergeant. Fearless men who jump and die. 1968. Men uh, who 66. 1966. And in say, fact, well, I'll tell you something. In 1966. Oh, God, we're almost 1966, I was still in college. 
And it was shortly after this date in 1966. This is February. It was in March 1966. After hearing this song and others like it, I went to the post office up to the second floor and joined the United States Marines. Okay. Very sad. Right. Okay. Uh, 557. Play the tape. Uh, what? The Joe Biden tape. Oh, play it. We got the Biden tape right here. Well, right President's stupid. No, we got we got two minutes. We have literally have two minutes. Fifty nine twenty. People have pled guilty. You know, right 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 after I was elected, I went to a, what they call a G seven meeting. All the NATO leaders. And I was in I was in the south of England. Yeah. And I sat down and I said, "America's back." And Mitterrand from Germany, I mean from France, looked at me and said, "You know." Why? Why? How, how long are you back for? And I looked at him, and the and the Chancellor of Germany said, "What would you say, Mr. President? If you picked up the paper tomorrow in the London Times, and the London Times said thousand people break through the House of Commons, break down the doors, two bobbies are killed in order to stop the election of the Prime Minister, what would you say?" I never thought about it from that perspective. What would we say if that happened in another democracy around the world? Well, and <laughs> the guy who Later was been of... dead for 28 years <laughs> or something like Yeah, since 96. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, by the way, there was a, uh, a, a Babylon Bee. How, how about, you know, what you just said that, but they broke down. The yeah. last two prime ministers of England are unelected. They, they, oh, neither right. one of them were elected. elected. That's right. That's right. So, so that's what we'd say. Why don't you elect your leaders like we do? <laughs> they steal them over here, but still, we try and elect them. They don't get appointed. Uh, I love it. <laughs> anyway, I've almost, I can't believe it out of time. Joe, again, thank you so much, man, for filling in for way, uh, for way. He may be uh, back uh, tomorrow. For uh, Flounder, who had, an, <laughs> had a nurse come and give him an IV <laughs> at his house today. That's how, that's how much he's messing up. Anyway, uh, he was telling me about this guy. He said uh, his wife left him. Because she said your whole life revolves around football, and he was so happy, and so so horribly upset about. It. He says, "Hell, we've been together for seven seasons." Anyway, uh, it's the only kiss <laughs> she has revolved around, you know, football. Uh, hey, you know, don't tell me what to do. You're not my dog. All right, coming up at six o'clock, Kimmer, Pete, and uh, Flounder. Maybe tomorrow. And Joe, maybe. thanks again. Hoorah, Super Fi, I gotta go. You're killing me. Hoorah! <laughs> <laughs> look out! <laughs> Thank you, Joe. <laughs> This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. 
Hey, Alana, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today, accentroofingservice.com. 